You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Gentlemen, Metiche Monday. A My Grito Industries podcast. Oh, man, um, so shout out to them and Death Row. Uh, over the weekend, I got to listen to the Paranoias, man. I've been trying to keep What's up with some of our fellow bandmates. And, Label mates. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Label mates. No, I'm on the band now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I dig their sound, man. They give me a lot of... Uh, Eastside players vibe, man. We're bringing them in. Yeah. We're bringing them. We're gonna do a nice little Matiche Monday with yeah. them. We're gonna get to know them. Actually, no, we're just gonna do a whole show dedicated to them. I want to get to Natasha know Natasha and I. We're vibing to it, man. Not yeah. not a bad band to get to know. No, man. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to. Trying well, to after get to you know shit on them last week, I fool. didn't shit on them. I merely said, "Can we buy Death Row Records?" And I think that's a legitimate question. Are we not aiming to be better in 2022, or are we just settling? This episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper GHBuds.com. I butchered the. Fuck out of ghbuds.com like mm. last week. You weren't here to help me. Maybe it wasn't the Metiche Monday. It was just a, a, a regular one-on-one with somebody. Glad and, to bring some substance. And I was like, GB. I said GBH, bro. GBH is an old school <laughs> punk rock band. And I was like, fuck. I mean, GHB. And I just screwed it up. What else? GH Buds. What else can you get with that? 15% discount when you bring that card. Clickety clank. If your card don't clack, that shit is whack. Stop you're really, bringing the Fayuka cards to the spots, man. You're really running with that. Because it rhymes. <laughs> if it rhymes, bro, it's on. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is also brought to you by the wonderful people of our Patreon. A big round of applause to the people of our Patreon. The Emo Brown social. Well, it's funny you bring that up. Mm. Every month, at the end of the month, oh, that's uh, I'm giving a list. A list of saying, hey, guys, these are the people who are part of your thing, the Patreon. These are the people whose card didn't go through right. because it was blocked or lost or reported stolen. Yes. So, guys, I don't know what you guys did over the New Year's Eve, bro. You yeah. guys wild out. But there's like 10 cards that are showed up on our list that are blocked, stolen, or lost. Or people we pissed off. If we Thank No, you. no, because those are absolutely cance- or de- no, canceled. Oh, yeah, those are can- canceled. canceled. Like if you if, if they're on that list, that means they canceled it outright. They're not a part of this thing of ours. And you know what? Night Bailo Dog, you'll be back. Wow. You'll be back. You said cut and cancel. Mm. It's like this OJ. one was declined because oh. they blocked it. There was like okay. a, a little less than a dozen. So if we don't hear our, your name on here, it's not because we purposely didn't read it. It's because you need to get in contact with your <laughs> local brand. <laughs> From the top to the bottom, the newest to the oldest, and everyone in between. Tony Marroquin, welcome to the club. Hey, You've been. He's been here for too long and just joined. The homie David. Bienvenido, Jose Uribe. Liz Lopez. Aubrey Espinosa. That's my goddaughter. Ernesto Quintero. Eric Navarro. Terry Kiever. Tony Yu. Welcome, Tony Yu. Sonia. Sarah Stoll. She picked up her card. So Caesar, Justin, what's Justin still hasn't signed up? Which you, one's Justin? I mean, Jay Clip, man. You Jay Clip him, hasn't. Ooh. You gave him man. shit, man. Hey. He was like, I'm doing it right now. I hate being lied to. Caesar Fernandez. This brother, Jose Fernandez. I don't know. Robert Bertanco, he picked up his stuff. Mm. Bianca Belmonte, Martin Casas, he scooped his things. Mason Inocente, Sir Alex Rivera, Matthew Echavaria, Roxana, 
Theo Collins, <laughs> that's my godson. Omar Sanchez, dude, I have all the god people coming in and signing <laughs> up for this shit, bro. Listen, we're Mexican, so the family thing doesn't strike me too hard, but it's your singing. I like They just like to call me El Padrino. El Padrino. Abby Heilbron, Brian Vong, Ricky Rowe. Romero. This is Rick Romero. Elias Delgado, Eric Ruiz, Mare, Juan. Happy belated to you, Elias. Ano Mato Poaya. Anomanapia. Oh, well done. He always gets me. Arcadio Mora, Pablo Cacahuates, BJ Jesbera, Mr. Mike Bibi. Hey, Mike Bibi, big shout out to you. You are always an appreciated Patreon of ours. Oh, my bad, Mike Bibi. Evelyn Bernardi, <laughs> LJP, Nicholas Coker, Giovanni Correa. He's helped us. Yes. Let me tell you a little bit about this guy. Colombian one, lawyer two, helping us solidify some trademarks and copyrights. Big three. Rumor that he is the original Colombiano. Some people would say Tacos El Vaquero, Ben Bikes for Beer, Hexes123, Felipe Meraz, Tony Wad, Maggie Brennan, and Beatrice Uribe, Claudia, Chef Claudia. Put some respect. respect on that shit, bro. Valeria Tapia, Mikey Ferrar, Justin Seleska, Erin Hill. Please wait while page two is loading. I'm looking at our new guest here today, man. Woo, he's a favorite, a local favorite. Matt Lawson, April, Enrique Montalvo, Hector Munguia, El Freshman, Erica Mendoza, The Party Planner, Albert Alguirre, El Small Teeth, Osvaldo Perez, Kevin Lewis, The Viking, Michelin. That dude's jacked, bro. Yeah. He's in, yeah, our, he's one, he's in one of our group chats. He got the prison muscle. Bro, we have too many dog. group chats. We have a lot of fucking group chats. Yeah. The foundation has two group chats. Yes. We have the WhatsApp because somebody in there doesn't have fucking iPhone or I don't know how it works. And then we have the other group chat where it's us and we just shoot the shit and talk a lot of shit. And then we have a lot of little groups on Instagram yeah. where we have little group. We you guys have like the bike ride group. You guys have the soccer group. The, the weekend guys. homies, all yeah. the shit. Oscar Uribe, Giovanni, Adrián El Abuelo, Marino Gomez. We miss you on the ride. Izzy Castillo, he picked up his stuff. Muskies, he's working upstairs right now. I did see that. COVID has hair. run through all of the Chula Vista businesses, all Chula Vista businesses here. And we are not uh, unique from that. Daniel Angeles, Selena Lugo, Brandon, Brandoff, Sal Maldonado, nice to meet you this past weekend. Josh Dexter, Ricky Islands, El Diki Islas. You see how I did that in, I just inverted them both. Thank Aisha you. Ali, Bridget, Edanaya, Carla Caro, Hector Parra, TK O'Delli, Sarah Salas, Liquor Store, Mike, Felicidades on your wedding. Welcome to the land of misery. Well, not me. I'm happy as can be. Sonia Baca, Robert Lara, Little Rob for you. Dennis Moreno, Jerry Jimenez, Jimenez, Antonio Brito, Angel Hernandez, Scott Donaghy, Steve Champ Juarez, El Primo, mm, el primo. Ben DeMoss, Jeff Lowe, J. Lowe, Oscar Kimo Cantoran, Fernando Doyer Arce. He's been disappeared. Ranting with the Ramos. Alex from the LBC. Samantha Reina, Paul Casello, J. Escobar. God damn it, gets longer and longer every fucking week. We lost him. The lieutenant, de we didn't lose them. They're on timeout. They need to solidify their standing with their financial institution, and they will be back in here. Gustavo Gonzalez Jr., Jason Holleran, Danielle Rodriguez. Please hold for the third page to load. Christian Moreno. We talk a lot of shit about El Profe, bro. Somebody brought it to my attention. He's like, hey, does, is he okay with you guys shitting on him so bad? It's a collective. It's a team effort. I mean, what's he going to do? <laughs> Who shits on him the most? Though? Me, bro. No, is it me? <laughs> yeah, is it me? You, you. I love him. I love him the most. Rodrigo Fernandez Barra, Amy from Tavern, Ernesto Moreno, El Compa Ben, the electrician, Junior Sierra, formerly known as a Colombian, Gavin, I lost my turtle, Tom Phillips, Veronica Rocha, Alex Aguilar, John Gennaro, Cesar Torres. Ladies and gentlemen, Cesar Torres. The Vikings don't suck. Everything is beautiful. Yeah, Welcome back. United lost one nothing. So we lost today already. Seventh in the table. Yeah, to the Wolves, dog. Did we lose today? You lost. No, mom, Mister. I am not naming you. Um, oh, you did have... the Mexican score? 
for the Wolves? You don't even know. Estela Davila and Ruben Lopez. That is the list. Ron Richie, you're looking at us like, what the fuck is going on? One, <laughs> you don't asleep. <laughs> you don't even listen to the podcast, probably, bro. I listen, bro. All right, all right. Ron Richie's here today. He's a. Uh, I am awake for this podcast because of Ron Richie's. Well, creations. I mean, let me let, let me let me tell the people what Ron Richie's all about. Ron Richie is a local entrepreneur. Mm. All right, a lot of people know the friendly face behind mm. the brand. What is the brand? The Grindhouse. Grindhouse Coffee. Oh my God, bro. I'm a fan. You're a fan. We're all a fan. It's my favorite local coffee shop. My entire family is a fan. They drive from downtown over here on the downtown, regular. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, that's yeah. They, this is, this that, is real, bro. I got to know this drink because of my sister, Claudia. She was like, I know you're always at Three Punks. I know you're always at Grindhouse. Get this moon drink. And I was like, I'm going to have to switch away from my Mexican mocha. My I kids love the hot chocolate there. Hot chocolate's pretty good. I love the dirty chai. I'm in love with the fact that you accept our Emo Brown Social Club yes, card. Thank you. What is the special that people get when they bring the card in? 15% off the tab, man. What's up, dog? He What's said it with up? confidence. <laughs> we always say it like, say it with your chest. This motherfucker yeah, said, it said it with all of it. He said it with his chest the tickles. Mike swayed a little. Mm, well done, Ron Richie. Tell us a little about it, about your establishment, why you started, how you started, where you see this going, what it's turned into, because I know it's morphed from a couple different visions to what it ultimately is now. And it's killing it, bro. It's killing it right now. Because you have like 35 people waiting in line to get coffee. Can confirm. You know. Go ahead. <laughs> thanks Thanks for saying that, first of all. Uh, how it started, kind of just, uh, I, I don't know, got the opportunity to get that space. How long ago did you open? Uh, a little over four years ago now. Damn, dude. Damn. You, were, you were Third Avenue OG, yeah, bro. Been, been a minute, Should we make like, like a tattoo or like a, I don't know, a, a chain? Like a Third Avenue OG type shit, bro? I feel like- hey, man. I feel like we've earned that right. <laughs> this fool is trying to find every opportunity to turn something into a chain or a tattoo. I just want a chain. Every episode, something comes up where he's like, hey, hey we should make a change. Chain or tattoo. <laughs> Why coffee? What drew you into the world of coffee? Coffee? I mean, I like drinking it for starters. Mm. And I knew, you know, you guys were opening Tony Barcy Nombre, uh, Chula Vista Brewery, you know, so I just figure what, what, what does the neighborhood need? Five years ago, it isn't what it was now. No, you know, no, five no. years ago, it was, you know, tumbleweed-esque. It was like approaching a, 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 an old Western town and it was just, you know, it was, it was dying, bro. Yeah. There was not much going on. You know, it's crazy. When I first opened, mm. if we did $100 in sales a day, that was like a good fucking day. Isn't that nuts? Damn. No, 100 bucks, bro. You were thrilled at that. Holy shit. Humble beginnings. Shit. And now get Ron Rich that's, now. That's like 20 drinks. Running for yeah. mayor. There, there was 20 shit. people in line when I pulled up. Today. Wants to be fire chief. <laughs> I was just saying, <laughs> I'm in the background just giving him idea. Like he wants to be a police officer. My dude. What did you do before you stepped up and, and opened up the grindhouse? Uh, so right before I was opening, uh, right before I opened up the grindhouse, I was well, a few years before that I was doing some financial advising. Uh, hated it. Hated Take it easy there, dog. Yeah, Fucking yeah. brought a little wall street to third Avenue, bro. Yeah, Handle. I, I wouldn't even say that, bro. I, I said it, uh, you know, it was an opportunity. I jumped on it, hated it, hated wearing a suit every day. So, Ronnie in a suit? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Day, bro. Three piece. You know? Well, he's, he's trying to get back into the suit game. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I, literally, when, when, and one, one day I'll tell the story of how my three, my three piece suit days ended. But yeah, as soon as I was done, I got rid of all my suits, bro. All of my ties. And then there's weddings coming up and I'm scrambling. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't have a suit. Yeah. I don't have a tie. So I got to go around and scrounge and like find everything new. Ugh. You, you know, I saved my, I saved my best too. Yeah. I got them in the closet still. Humble dig drop. Yeah. I saved my best too. <laughs> Damn. Letting you know at one point there was quite a few more. I don't even own a gun. Why would I need a gun rack? This fucker had all the suits. <laughs> and, <you're laughs> 
Hey, when you wear them every day, man, you can't be yeah. wearing the same shit every day. How long? How long did you uh, advise financially? Doing that for about four, almost five years. Damn, damn you spent bro. some time. Yeah. Ugh, that's not fun. No, I got tired of looking at people's finances and looking at how people earn a living. To the point where I was like, "Fuck that! I want to do my own thing. I want to start my own business and start, you know, yep. advising myself." Yep. And I did. And did we you are, have any of that? Go. What's that? Did you have any of that where you were looking at it and going, damn, well, what can I be doing with my life instead of finance, advising other people? Oh, yeah. So when I was financial advising, I was working as basically like an independent agent. So okay. it's like, you know, working for myself already. I just hated what I was doing. So, you know. This motherfucker hates making people money. So he said, uh-uh, I'm, I'm going to make myself money. <laughs> <laughs> Man, real talk, your coffee shop kills. It's next level. I love going there. I, it's a very family environment. Like I go in there and I feel welcome. It's very chill, you know, long lines. It doesn't matter. Cause more often than not, you're going to know two or three people in this 35 people cut in line. You know, it's like, Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, eh, 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 eh. how did COVID fuck with your, prof- your, 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 the way you set up and, and the way you just kind of operate daily? Did it. So it definitely did. Um, I lost a lot of my staff when COVID first hit, you know, people were paranoid to work with, uh, you know, the risk of catching COVID we chose to never close. Um, so we never closed down. Um, we had to reduce our hours due to the reduced staff, um, transition to window service only, not allowing people inside, just started letting people back inside just recently. Um, but you know, overall, like definitely took a hit with COVID, but, uh, I think not closing down at all was the right thing. We never lost momentum. You know, when, when it first hit, a lot of people were coming and saying, hey, dude, thank you for being open. This is like the only part of normalcy of my day is coming to get my coffee at the coffee shop. So on the contrary, bro, rather than trying to survive, the Grindhouse thrived. I feel like you guys leveled up a few times during the pandemic. Thank you for saying that. I feel like we thrived as well. So, you know, and, and, and it's, it's sorry. No, I was going to say it's all like, you know, thanks to the support from the community, you know. We're very community centric here. I don't know why I'm looking at Caesar. Like, we're very community centric here, Caesar. Yeah. All right. This is not like North County. All right. Here in the South County, we take care of our own. I don't know. I don't know if that goes on in North County. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But here on Third Avenue, man, if like the first hurdle is making sure that the community likes you and gets your back, you know, after that, it's all like just add ons, bro. Because you got to make sure that, this, that the community gear supports you. And if they don't support you, you feel that from the get. Right. Fortunately for us and definitely for Ronnie, the community stood by us. And because and, we were open just like you, man. Mm-hmm. We did the, the, the open window on the front. People would come in and do cans to go. There was a, we learned to dance. You know, it was a new dance and we learned how to dance it. And ultimately, we, you know, we, we figured it out. You figured it out. And here we are now at, what are we, in year two of the pandemic? Yep. Year, year two of COVID and everything that it's entailing. Crazy times. I'm happy you made it through. I'm happy you thrived. Your business is, I want, I'm confident saying it's, it's at its peak of where you wanted it to be. I, I agree. I agree. Man. Hell yeah, dog. And he has some killer merch, dude. He does. It's very art centric. Everything on third Avenue has turned art centric now. And as you're now discovering, he has some killer food as well, which you have not partaken. I haven't. You, told, you were telling me about the sandwiches, bro. I don't mm. know nothing about no sandwichones at the, at the grindhouse. Tell me a little bit about oh. that. Oh, Tell me a little about the menu. All right, man. So, Definitely top seller breakfast sandwiches. Fuck, I missed this thing then? Bacon, egg, cheddar. We house bake oh. the English muffins every morning. And okay, I did not know that, yeah, but that, that yeah. says a lot. That is incredible. And damn near sell out of them every day. So, oh. you know. Yeah, when I asked him, he had to go check if he had any. So sandwiches are the best seller? Uh, like, food-wise. Like food-wise? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say the oh. breakfast sandwich, top seller, hands down. Best coffee that sells? Best coffee, Mexican mocha or dirty chai? 
Hey, what's up? I'm there. Dirty Chai's mine, dog. Sometimes I go a little extra, a little extra Ay, dirty. Come on. A little extra. <laughs> Give me a shot of that extra dirty. What, or what is it that you ask? I, I want a shot of? Because I always say yes. Like whatever it is you're offering. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that shit. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I never really liked like I, coffee and me have grown this relationship in the last three years. Like I need it now every morning. Mm. I'm addicted to it because I work shit hours, ridiculous hours. It's true. So I need to wake up and get that hype. But you're not open at one in the morning. You know, so I'm at home making fucking whatever we find at Costco and a little French press trying to be all fancy like Ron. It's not working, but it's accomplishing my well, goal. Let, let me get you a bag, bro. What does that even mean? Get you a bag of coffee. Oh shit, Tom, what? Is it, is it better than Dunkin' Donuts one? Of course. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro, I'm sold. <laughs> that, you, you set the bar really low. <laughs> but that's what they offer at, at Costco, bro. They have like a big orange tin, a big orange tin that says Dunkin' Donuts breakfast blend. I didn't even realize you guys had your own blends in to go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. So we've been working with Kova Coffee Roasters for, you know, some years now. And they Hell offer to yeah. make us a, like our own custom blend. They don't sell to anybody else. So it's like our grind house, like our house blend. That is cool as shit. Yeah. See, one more thing for me to put I want to make a, a coffee stout using your blend. Why haven't we done this already? You tell what me, the fuck, bro? bro. You tell me. You guys, we've, we, we've collaborated on other beers, <laughs> but why haven't we collaborated on the coffee beers? That's ridiculous. Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Moving forward, we're doing that. Tell me a little something else about your spot. Something you want people to recognize and acknowledge about the Grindhouse. Oh, man. What do, what do I want people? Where can people go to your website or, or your social oh. medias? What's the best way to get oh, a hold of you? Grindhouse CV. Uh, it's on the web and on Instagram. That's fucking guy. Yeah. Like a man of few words. You know, that's when what we speaks. They mean some volume. Volume. That's why we brought him into Matiche Monday because he doesn't talk very much. He gives us an opportunity to just banter over him. You, you and me. What's funny is um, you, you've done such a good job of transitioning to what, you know, the new standard was when you had to like, you know, get your COVID relationship on mm -hmm. that. I don't even remember what it's like to go inside the shop anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and I was in there so often, but I, I, even this morning I was standing in line. I'm like, yo, what did it look like when I used to? We're allowed to go in again, right? Yes. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you baby, can, but yeah. I don't remember what that experience was like. like. You've made such a seamless transition that it just feels natural waiting in that line right there yeah. on the sidewalk, ordering at the window. You know, you know, since we transition to window service, a lot of people appreciate it. They feel, uh, you know, our space is so small. We're only 12 feet wide, you know? Yeah. So you get like 10 people in there and it feels like it's starting to get crowded, you know? But so. it's like cheers, man. You get everybody from Chula Vista goes in there and everybody knows your name yeah. from the mayor or like other city government officials and just local business owners. Like that's the spot, yep. you know? I don't want to ask any questions further because there are some questions coming your way. This is the portion of Metiche Monday where we go over what's been going on this last week. Caesar. Yes. What have you been getting into this last week? Nothing, man. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Neta. No. I well, mean, let me tell you about our Sunday rides, bro. Yeah. Our Sunday rides are killing. Yeah, hang on. They, so they didn't do them for like six months and they've been doing it for like a month and yeah. now it's like the Lance Armstrong fucking thing. Well, let me tell you why. Okay, because <laughs> it, it did turn into like a Lance Armstrong type ride where these fools like fucking El Profe and Vic, the bike whisperer, yeah, would set up routes where it was like 50 to 75 miles round trip. And I was like, nah, Playboy, I'm not trying to like die on my Sunday, my only off day. And wifey would get butt hurt. She's like, hey, man, you know, you're out doing your thing every day of the week. Like, at least give the weekend to us. And now you're doing these bike rides and you leave like at 730 in the morning and you're not coming home till like one or two. It's like, no, that doesn't work. So I pulled back. Hey, when wifey speaks, bro, I, I fucking listen. I ain't no, I ain't no chump, but I ain't no ween either. But when, wife, when wifey talks, I'm like, you got it. Whatever you need, boss. Yeah, use the money, whatever. I don't know what you want. I got you. So she told me, like, these are the rules. You got to be back by 1030. 
Sometimes it goes a little longer, but I call. Like I'm, I'm FaceTiming on the fucking, yeah, I'm cycling back as fast as I can. I'm on my way. She's like, I don't believe you. Turn the phone around. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, turn around as I'm on the bicycle. I'm pitting my toes. She's like, all right, hurry up. Bring some eggs. God damn it. You know? <laughs> so it's like, dude, it's only been a month. And the homie J Fort, you know, yeah. Compita Justin, he's taking it over. And he's like, all right, bro. All rides are going to be less than 12 miles one way. Mm. Ultimately, 25 mile round trippers. Sure. I'm cool with that. That allows us to go to Little Italy and back. That allows us to go to Pinchi, uh, Barrio Logan, North Park, fucking IB. Most of these are like 18 to 20 miles. Next week, we're going to Little Italy. I, I want you to go, Ronnie, what's cracking? Do you have a bike? I got to get one, bro. The fuck you got everything a man could ask for except the bike. A beach cruiser, man. What's uh, up? I had a guy that went on a beach cruiser. I'll send the video. He went on a beach cruiser from here. From here to Barrio Logan and back. Yeah. Not going to lie, it's a little far from here. Oh, <laughs> man. Justin did it and then so did Chicle, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Justin did it and then uh, Oscar did it. Oscar did it in some weird like Cindy Brady banana chair, fucking <laughs> lavender color bicycle with all the little pinchy <laughs> listones on the, on the handlebars. Like, damn, fool. You, you legit went retro on this. You went a little Marsha Brady on this. Oh, shit. He finished. Maybe. I have the video of him finishing. We were all, all hanging out here having a beer. 30 minutes later, here he comes like pedaling up. We're like, damn, well, at least he finished. Yeah. At least he finished. These rides are awesome. Yep. These rides are neat. Yeah. We go out and we celebrate other people that are, are part of the club or a small business owner. So we went to Ecolpita, the birthday boy. Today's his birthday. Elias, the bottle rocket owner. Delgado. Elias, the skinny. We went and we went to the bottle rocket. You know, the bottle rocket had a good time. He, he accepted our, uh, our our discount card, the Emo Brown Social Club. Mm. Had some white Russians, that's, had some brown Russians. Tell me about the special bro. he was making for you guys. He was excited. It was a good time. So that's what it's all about. It's a good time. I want all of you to go, bro. Every Sunday, three punk ales, 7.30. We leave at 8-ish. And then we're back by 11-ish. Nobody gets in trouble. Some people fall. Other people don't <laughs> even make time. it. You said one, once a week, somebody falls. Uh, the nurse, Nurse Navarro. No, 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 no. Um, his name's Ben, Ben the electrician. He was trying to do some fucking BMX tricks, bro. Jesus we're like, bro, you're on the wrong side of 30. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was trying to hop on his front wheel and he ate shit. Every trip, somebody falls. That's and I was like, bro, come on, guy. We would have had a, we would have escaped that if it hadn't Jesus been for his BMX. Christ, in his glory days. What else is going on, Caesar? Tell me you something You didn't do anything beautiful. for New Year's then, huh? Just relax with the family at home? I fell asleep by 1030. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ordered a movie. What was it? We've gotten into the Spider-Man movies. Mm. I made a promise that I'm going to start watching more of these weenie films, bro. Like, they're well, weenie films, why? Because I've never watched them and I feel they, so they, they're, they're like, com they're comic book influence. And I never okay. really, definition of a weenie. Oh, you read comic books? Matt C's like, you're a weenie. You know, so I started watching the MCU, the oh, Marvel, Marvel comic universe, no. Marvel, gosh. And they do with films. Marvel Cinematic hey, Universe, bro, MCU. <laughs> so we started watching Spider-Man's, like I've watched uh, a majority. I think there's only three Tobey Maguire ones. There's no, well, yeah, three Tobey okay. Maguire's. We've watched Andrew those. Gallifrey. We've watched those. And, and then, then we watched Tom the Holland. amazing Spider-Man are That's the English Andrew, guy, right? Andrew Garfield, yeah. Okay, don't know his name. Good, good, good movies, good movies. But then we started watching the other ones, the uh, home ones, like the Tom Homeboy, Holland, yeah. Home From Home. <laughs> homecoming. Gun, homecoming, oh, yeah. you know, where's mama? Is she home? Like that, all the home movies. Um, those are my favorite. <laughs> those are my favorite Spider-Man movies. Why? Why are they my favorite Spider-Man movies? You tell me, how can I? How can I don't I know. I the guess? other ones seem too like structured and this guy's just silly. I poked around. I poked around at the nerds at my work and they were like, hey, it's because Spider-Man was always like that. In the comic book, Spider-Man was always a silly, like 
adolescent teenage kid that mm -hmm. had all these superpowers and got into that shit. Mm -hmm. Not my world. Richie, is it your world? Were you always about M the MCU? Not really. No? no. See? That's why Ron Richie's on here, bro. <laughs> Volumes in minimal fucking words. How about you? Like, no, no, not for me. Boom. <laughs> why do I like this, bro? I'm, I'm into it. Like, it's a point now where it's like, I want to go watch the new Spider-Man. But mm -hmm. I have to legitimately rewatch him because I'm good for about an hour and 10 minutes. Then, then the weed asleep. kicks in, you know? Okay. And then I was also told, you, when you get tired, that's when you got to talk a little bit more. Yeah. And you got, I don't know these things, bro. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm 42 and I'm learning. Look at you evolving. I like Spider-Man. All right. And I'm not ashamed to one. say it. Tom no, I've been right. watching it. All right. The new, new one I haven't. But I told these guys there's no, no, 26 the movies. Yeah, yeah. There's 26 movies in the MCU. Well, now that you're getting onto the new Spider-Man, uh -huh. there's like 30 now. Oh, really? And I was told I have to watch cartoons too. Oh, I don't know about all that. I didn't do it. They said, that. if you don't watch a cartoon, um, you're not going to realize, or you're not going to understand what the new one is talking about. Holy what? I don't know, bro. And I had a lot of questions like, don't they, do any of these Spider-Men ever went out of webs? Like, oh, wait, wait, you're going to, you're going to find out in the new one. You'll find out in the new one. And I was like, all right. I was like, do any of these Spider-Men, like, do they ever realize that they live, that there's movies about each other? He's like, just wait, bro. In the third one, they address all these things. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess it's I got to, do they really? They really do. All right. I can't wait, bro. It has been addressed. <laughs> I'm going to watch the, the, the Civil War Captain America because apparently yeah, on the website that's, that's I went, it said, introduced. this is where you watch. You start here. This is the beginning. I mean, it depends how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. I just want to go timeline wise. Like, well, I, I don't want to, I don't want to watch things out of order. I want to watch them I mean, well, then you have to go all the way back. So what's before that shit? Jesus, way before that. I mean, the original Iron Man, Captain Marvel. But these are movies like with Robert Downey Jr.? Mm-hmm. No, bro. Like on the website I went to, it said, because I, I told Siri, yo, Siri, <laughs> I want to watch these movies. What order do I watch them in? We have something to talk about where you don't always listen to Siri. Yeah. There, there, there's a story that we're going to go. Okay, fuck. You don't always listen to Siri's Siri. Siri's not always the best fucking not confidant. Always, no, no. Siri, well, in this situation, Siri she told me. Out. Siri's I'll send, like, you, I'll send you the one that I went by. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I need right. to learn, you know, and oh, man, I've learned, I've nerded out too much this weekend. In that case, I did buy and watch the one that we've been talking about. The, I sent you the link for mm. the, the remake of the third Godfather. I started reading that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting. I bought it because it was only like $7 on the fucking iTunes thing. Cause is it audible? What do you mean? Can I listen to it? Oh, it's a video. It's a movie. Yeah. They oh, remade the entire Godfather, the third one. Remember like whatever it was, Francis Ford Coppola and, they wanted to go back and recreate what they thought didn't make the third one as appealing as the first two. And so they went back and restructured it, changed a couple scenes, added some stuff, took away some stuff. The ending's different. Like, yeah. Ron, are you a Godfather fan? Yeah, of course. What's man. your favorite Godfather? The first one. All right. Who's your favorite son? Ooh. Hey, man, that tells me a lot about a person's character. That tells me a lot about their personality. Are you more of a uh, Michael Corleone? Are you more of a Sonny Corleone? Or are you afraid of Corleone? I, I think I'm got to roll with Michael, man. Michael, he rules with an iron fist. He's very civil looking. He presents himself in a docile, very um, gentlemanly manner. But when that button is pushed, bro, he ain't no faking the funk. That pushing is that button is pushing. It's over. It's and, curtains and, for something. And some he people. moves in silence too, man. That's the best way to do it. He moves in silence. You can't be. Dog. You can't orate every move you're gonna make. That applies to life too, man. You mm. can't just say, oh, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." Shh, shh, shh. 
Just do it, homie. Because not everybody who's around is your fan. Mm. Sometimes you're saying shit out in the fucking, you're putting it out in the atmosphere and they're just like, oh. There's a Benny Blanco out there. Oh, there's too many, bro. There's too many fucking Benny Blancos. I'm excited to go see Benny Blanco. Oh, there's too many Benny mm. Blancos. Mm-mm-mm. In person, dog. Do you know who Benny Blanco is? No. Ron Ritchie? No. Ron Ritchie. Benny Blanco is a character from the movie Carlitos Way. Remember Carlitos Way? Uh, yeah. Okay, so in Carlitos Way, John Leguizamo is Benny Blanco. And Benny Blanco was a weenie. He was a weasel. He was an opportunist, to, uh, taking every chance he could to undermine and to take what you had without working for it. So we've coined that phrase, Benny Blanco. It's a verb now. It's an adjective. Mm, you know, it. It's an adverb. It. It's an adverb. <laughs> <laughs> the Benny Blanco. And I'm the, now everywhere I go, I'm like looking, I was like, what the Benny Blanco here? Benny Blanco. And if you don't find him, it's probably you. You got to make sure you are never the Benny Blanco. You know, that's why whenever I approach a situation, I'm open-minded. Hit me with it. MCU, tell me more. I want to learn more about Spider-Man. Cool. I'm in, you know? That's my 2022, bro. I do recommend that you watch the that the Godfather 3. Cool. Coda, I think it's called. It's, but yeah. And it's- That's it, the only place it, to buy it on iTunes? I don't know, but I, I download a lot of my movies there. If it's not on one of the streaming services, if I, you know, and there's fucking so many of them now that I'm shocked- when I can't find a movie, but periodically there will be. And then I can hop on iTunes and, you know, I, I usually won't buy anything unless it's like under $10. Cause I'm like, why should I buy movies nowadays yeah. everywhere? But this one wasn't on there and we've been talking about it for like fucking six months now. And I'm like, I got to buy it. Which Corleone are you? Which is my favorite son. No, which one are you? Oh man. I used to be a Sonny and now I'm a Michael. Cause I used to be yeah. a fucking hothead. Yeah. yeah. You're still a hothead fool. Like, I can be. I see. I see. I see. I see you. I can. You an angry motherfucker. <laughs> you are you working shit out. You an angry motherfucker. Have you ever been to Fredo? I feel we all went through that Fredo stage. Well, yeah, I think we Fredo, up. the party boy, kind of like, you know, the yes man, always pleasing. Mm -hmm. Never the conniving side of Fredo. Never the undermining. The family. The, the, the Benny Blanco side of, the of, of Fredo, you know? <laughs> always, always the kind of like having a fun time, you know, hey, take this guy out, I'm sure. Yeah. But now, nah, man, me, I've, I've always been more, I've never been Sunday. I've never been a hothead. I've always been more Fredo and more more Michael. Michael right. Yeah, never Sunny, never Sunny. I got three kids and one of them is definitely a hothead, bro. Then they fucking scare me, bro. They need to go back to school. I've been hanging around these kids a little too much the last three weeks, bro. Sasha goes back tomorrow. When do yours go back? Next week. Next oh, Monday. We still got another week. We got week? another week, dude. Oh, one hell. more week. They've been at home three weeks. Poor wifey. She's like, we can't do nothing. And I said, don't and worry. Still got, but you guys are going to Disneyland. Yeah, we're going to Disneyland. Oh, shit. Dude, the second that, they go back. Bro, we bought, that, we bought that park pass or the annual pass. We can go whenever we want. And BFF yeah, said he's going. He's going this week. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. going this week. Because he hit me up for some insider tips. Ron Richie, are you a big Disneyland fan? I can't say that I am. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. He is not a big Disneyland fan. My guy. <laughs> Been maybe like five times in my life. In your life? Really? Yeah. What's your favorite ride there? I don't even know, man. The fuck, uh, dog? Space Mountain. There you go. See? It is, it? <laughs> Let me tell you something about uh, Mr. Toad's ride on weed. Mr. Toad's Ooh, wild ride. It's, it's real wild when you take an edible, man. I remember doing that when I was really little. What was it? Uh, grad night? Oh, we shit. We did you grad night and we snuck in with like, uh, what was it? What do we have back then? Bottles of whiskey, like little, little, little bottles of whiskey we put in our shoe. And then some guy smoked in like joints. And we're like, oh, man, it was bananas. That's what I'm fearful for being a dad. Looking at the shit I got away with and then seeing like, man, I got three boys. One of these motherfuckers ain't going to get away with it. One of these fools is going to get caught doing some dumb shit, you know? And think about all the times that we just kind of narrowly escaped getting hurt or dying yeah. by the skin of our teeth, man. Yeah. I had a lot of those experiences mm -hmm. when we used to go to TJ a lot and just doing dumb outlandish shit. 
And then getting home and be like, fuck, how did that, how did I get out of that? How did I not get this? I, I don't want to divulge too much because motherfuckers, I don't know. Uh, your mama listens, my mom listens now, bro. Nico, <laughs> how do I become a Patreon member? I said, you don't, mom. You're good. Like, you know, you just, you're doing good. Just don't, I don't want to read your name out and then, you know, just relax. Just listen. I you know? I can't wait. Jeez, man. But yeah, I think I was like, fuck. It was, I'm thinking of one specific time going to Tijuas, coming back and crossing and getting sent to secondary and just, oh my God, a, a series of events that whole weekend that I'm like, how the fuck did I make it out of that? You know, you can get out of a lot of things in TJ if you have $20. Oh my goodness. And, right? I that's, had, like your, that's your get out of jail free card. Bro, sure, I had a little man. bit of cash, most of it in coins. I had a watch and I had a smile and a good story. I said, hey man, this ain't even my car. Like I got, you told this I story. Like, I don't know podcast. who you, I was like, I don't know who you think I am or what you think this I have. You were with Mr. Marshall. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah. this is what I got. Take it or leave it. He's like, oh, don't put it on top. Give it to me on the bottom. I was like, well, I don't know the rules of like fucking paying you off, homie. Like this, this is what I got. You want it or not? He's like, yeah, get out of here. I was like, Brr. and then we were driving off, bro. But I mean, to his credit, to his fucking credit, we were busting Chalino at full blast. I'm a young 20 year old something. Young, not even married, bro. Probably just dating wifey at the time. And we're fucking... We're drinking and we were at Puerto Nuevo and then we went to Rosarito and everything and just having a good time blasting Chalino in the car at a BMW. Pulled over, dude. Less than five minutes. Best form of advice I can give you guys moving forward. Don't not take the toll roads. Always take the toll roads, man. To this day, when we even when we went down to the wedding, wife and I like, make sure we have enough change or cash to go on the toll roads, man. Because if shit goes sideways, <laughs> at least on the toll roads, there's people that go up and down. There's structure. If you're taking the side streets, papito que Dios te bendiga. <laughs> All right? I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to light two fucking candles for you, bro. I see you like to live dangerously. Jesus Christ. How the fuck did we start talking about this? Uh, Yeah. The weed be doing shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, do you like weed? Love it. How often do you smoke a day? A day? Yeah. I probably like Two or three times. Two or three times what? Like two or three joints a day? Two or three bong ribs? Edibles. On the mood, man. Yeah. yeah. I started upping my game. Like I, I used to smoke like one or two puffs a day. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like at half a joint. Mm. And the other day, um, was it yesterday on the bike? I smoked a whole joint. I don't think I've ever smoked a whole. And it Did took me all 24. Joints it took me like 24 hours. No, two times. Like in the oh, morning okay, was the first okay. half. And then at night was the second what half. Place? Okay. And I was like. You're rationing your joints. Yeah, but then I was putting the bike away in the back. You know, I was like, I was like looking for the other part of the joint. I was like, I should have a joint in here. You know, let's end the night with this. And it wasn't in there. So I kind of reflected. I was like, fuck, I smoked a whole joint today. <laughs> I don't know if that's a lot or a little, but for me, it's a lot. That's a lot, lot. Because I went from like never smoking because the wifey was, you know, whatever. And I told her, don't or else we're never going to be. And then we did. Oh, and then we shit. got married. And then I said, hey, remember that time that you smoked all the time? She said, yeah. Then we smoked for a lot of years. And then we had babies. And then wifey completely stopped smoking. I think she's done it like once or twice in the last 10 years. And then I just kind of kept going, you know, because I ain't no quitter, bitch. Because I ain't no quitter. <laughs> I just keep on trucking along, you know. And She won't even fuck with like the five milligram edibles with you. She has and she just, she bad trips, bro. Yeah. I feel like her tolerance has just gone completely out the window. It's non-existent. It's like if you give her a little bit, it's like, ah. But now some of her family, and I ain't trying to burn nobody, but now they come hitting me up for shit. Dude. Oh, And I'd be shit. like, I'd be like. Here you go. Here you go. To the point where my goddaughter, bro, she even signed up for the uh, the Evil Brown social club card so she can get her card for like her friends or for uh, whoever. I'm not going to assume it's for her, but for whoever. <sighs> gentlemen, the, the Evil Brown Express. social club card has been known to do some things, bro. Damn, we're just jumping all over the place today. And that's how I like it. That's how I like it. Tell me a little something about NFL this week, bro. Bro. There's a lot of shit going on in the NFL yeah. from like news. People fucking taking jerseys off and running off the field. 
impactful to people dying. Yeah, John like, Madden. Yeah, but you know, I'm starting to think like how impactful was John Madden in so many ways? Like, not only the guy was a fucking legendary coach, won a Super Bowl, the Raiders still fucking. I'm gonna stop you right there. What's up, Ron Richie? When I say John Madden, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Video games. Boom. That's how I remember Madden. Well, thank you for cutting me off into the point I was going. Well, because I didn't want you to <laughs> divulge too much. I didn't want you to divulge too much. I wanted to, I wanted Richie to come in unbiased. And I think um, nine times out of ten. What about you? Uh, football, the actual video game. The video for, game? Like straight up. Yeah, because I mean, he went from the coach. Then he was a fucking crazy ass announcer that took that bus on the road everywhere. Because he didn't fly. Just, yeah. He no, didn't fly. He, he was, didn't fly. Yeah. Very, very outspoken. The guy didn't give a shit, man. He came up with that teleprompter that now everybody uses. And was, like, He was the godfather of the teleprompter? Yeah. He, All that right, was like cool. his idea though, yeah. to bring that into like the, the broadcast. He coined the phrase turducken, at least to me. Yeah. I never knew what fucking turducken was. And, and it turns out turducken is a turducken. Turkey inside of a duck inside of a chicken. Turducken. <laughs> I was like, well, that was a real thing, though. I mean, but what is he though? I'm surprised he didn't die sooner, bro. Eating oh, all bro, the animals and shit, like bro. 85 or something. He made it up there. Quite a long, long, glorious life. Yeah, like, if man. you look back and but you it, ask but him. But it's just crazy. Like, that's how a lot of people know about football yeah. is through the video game, man. Like, that's that's the correlation I make now. Like, as much as I knew him for all those other things and I can hear his voice from the fucking Tenacting commercials and all that shit That's he used right. to do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think of the video game. Like, it's, it, and it's so synonymous now that we don't even remember that it's his name. It's just like, oh, yeah, let's go play Madden. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all we think about. It's not even that it's a man's name. It's like, yo, let's go jump on Madden real quick. In my younger year when I had roommates and we lived, you know, in house, and uh, we would have tournaments, bro. Mm -hmm. We would have fucking Madden tournaments. It would be my job, my responsibility to go to Plaza Bonita to the GameStop or whatever, EM Electronic, EM, whatever it was Sam called. Goodies, it wasn't called, it wasn't called a uh, pinchy GameStop back huh. then. It was a completely different name. And I had to wait in line with a bunch of other fucking nerds. <laughs> Bro, a midnight drop, a midnight drop of Madden fucking 2004. 2003, whatever it was, bro. Classic, man, you know? Sega. Yeah, yeah, on the Sega, but I think at that point it was already we were PSing. All right. We were PS3. Maybe PS4. I don't know when PS4 came out, but we were definitely like PS. 2008, I think. So we were, I was waiting in line, dog. And I remember specifically one, whatever the year Eddie George came out on the cover. Oh my God. Old school shit, bro. Yeah. I waited in line cool for that untouchable one. Untouchable. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and I remember I was like, all right, cool. I got home. It was mid. I was like, hey, you got it? I was like, got it. And it was like, boom. We put it on. I was like, who you got? Fucking Michael Vick of the Falcons, fool. What's oh, up? Yeah. Everybody wanted to be you know? there because he, like, uh, he, was, he was unreal. He was like Bo Jackson in Tech Mobile. You couldn't stop ooh, him. Bro, Bo Jackson was unstoppable in, in Tech Mobile. Yeah, if somebody picked the Raiders him, and Bo Jackson, it was like, I'm not playing. Bro, you had Bo Jackson in the backfield. You had Tim Brown, you yeah. were unstoppable That's at that point, unless you were the 49ers. Because 49ers, when they had, uh, what Jerry was it, Jerry Rice. Rice and Roger Craig in the backfield and Joe Montana. Damn. Ron Ritchie, what's your favorite NFL team? Honestly, probably the Chargers. All right, Ron Ritchie speaks and he says the Chargers bolt up, bolting up. It's a good transition because this week, <laughs> this fucking week, Tom, it's the Raiders against the Chargers. And I'm not a Charger fan as much as I've tried. I don't think I'm a Charger fan. Until they start Until winning. they play the Raiders, dog. No, last the last game I watched was against the Raiders. No, but the last time you got excited was a big win, too. And Justin Herbert did well. and you got He's a good player. He's, He's a good player. Fantastic player. See, Estella up there again. Bro, she goes to the football games a lot, What's man. Up, man. Good for her. Sweet life. Good. And she has a hookup, right? Yeah, yeah. El compita de yeah, Dr. Green Thumb. Dr. Green Thumb, yeah. Seven ten hydro lens. He's involved in a bunch of things. Good guy, man. Savon's a good dude. I'm looking to go to SoFi one day. You know, fucking perfect. It, it, I don't care, bro. So people perfect. can. Sh I go on Twitter and people shit on Padre fans 
still support the Chargers. It is what it is, bro. I, I like watching football when it's there. I've lost the love affair. Like oh, yeah. long is gone of me like, oh, it's 10 in the morning, love. I got to be home and I got to watch football. I got right, two parlay cards dude. and a teaser and I got to make sure everything's looking good. It I, used to be like that. Fantasy teams loaded up. Fantasy and- football, oh. bro. All of the things. And <laughs> I used to gamble a lot on football and we would do the Madden like uh, uh, simulated games. Yeah. Like who's playing this week? Oh, the Raiders against the Chargers. Okay, who's out? Boom, take them out. Who's in? Okay, run. we would go down the list and see what the injury report was For and simulate sure, those man. games without those players on there. And players are, all right, played this game 10 times. Ooh, the Chargers won seven out of 10 times. That's how you're right, betting. Look, that was how I was betting. Duh. Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that just me? <laughs> That's how we would get down and betting. But it's and, fun, like, again, I'm like you. I don't, I don't have that that passion anymore. Nah, it's like, gone. I don't give a shit. It's like, gone, bro. I mean, I used to get up, you know, five in the morning and load up the RV, get on the road by mm. six, get to the stadium by seven when the gates open. Did you drive the RV? Hell no. Oh. Hell no. We we got lucky. The first three years that we had season tickets, one of our friends had the RV and we were just on a fucking different level because more important than anything is having your own bathroom. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. When you were at Jack Murphy and you could have your own bathroom, you could charge for that shit, dog, and people would pay to not wait in that border potty line and... It also enabled you to maybe partake in some substances that, you know. What is it called when you did something wrong many years ago, but it's been so far that you don't know if it still applies, if you can still get in trouble for it? <laughs> I know. That's why. What's, yeah. a, what's the term called? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Ron. You got to know this one. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue Fuck. right now. Okay. It's whatever not... that term is. Yeah. Mom, that turn it off if you're going to listen. <laughs> so when I was little, my parents would always go out of town a lot, you know, and they had an RV, a motorhome. And I remember one year, I think I was a senior, and um, we took the fucking motorhome, dog. Down to the game? Yeah, we took the motorhome to the queue. And Statue of Limitations. <sighs> Thank you. Oh, okay. it hurt. Um, but now it feels good. <laughs> but now it feels good. This has, been, this has been like, I'm 42. So it was definitely 20 years ago or older or older. And uh, my parents were out of town, which they did a lot. And they still fucking do. They travel like crazy. And they had the motorhome. They took it. And I rallied the troops before social media or anything, homie, before pages or anything. So these were people that you you hung out with. You either had their house line or you just saw them on the regular. And I say, hey, charges a plane. Let's tailgate. I'll take the motor home. La la, woo woo. Never it. drove it in my life. <laughs> Never fuck. It was like 26 feet. I remember like it was big, bro. It was big. And it had to be, it had to be careful, you know, to bring it in. Cause my, my pops parked it on the side of the house. So it was like, and he had it on like in like a uh, levelers and yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, my dad does, he's like the Mexican pinchy MacGyver. And we would go on vacations in this. So I would always watch, never tried driving it until I said, fuck it. Let's go watch a pot, a charger game. And it's tailgates. Rallied the troops, had a grand old time. We're partying. The bathroom was a hit. Everything was cool, bro. Got home unscathed, you know. Everything. I might have scratched a little, but I did, I'm telling you, bro. I did some outlandish shit when I was little, man. Thank you for the statue. I, yeah, man. I can say, I can say on that yeah. transaction. I'm but all for real, clear. Man, like we'd party all fucking day. Then we'd get out of the game. We'd wait for the fucking parking lot to clear. So we'd fire up the barbecue again, keep drinking again. And that's yeah. why I never joke. Hey, I driving mean, that shit was hard. Yeah, bro. I driving that, like if you barely it. moved it, like all right, mm-hmm. if your, your hand is on what? On nine and, and three. All right. The big fucking big wheel, big, big wheel. steering wheel. Big and you're over here. Bah, bah, bah. If you kind of go like in any direction, like real quick, <laughs> you know, like 30 minutes long, like a quick one. Yeah, bro, that know. whole fucking thing, that like thing it, shit, it would just start. We was like, "Whoa, man!" So I had to slow down. And yeah. Fuck, yeah, I, would, I would get mad, dog. Like if they would lose, it would fuck up my Sunday. It would fuck up my Monday. Sometimes my Tuesday. And like now, like a team will lose, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, well. yeah, right, oh man, well. I don't 
and like they win, and I'm like, oh, that was dope, but it's not like like emotionally invested as I used to. Do be. you still follow Ronnie football? Yeah, nah, no, he doesn't follow it, guys. Yeah. Don't even ask. Did you ever gamble on football? No. Tampoco. Oh, fuck. Okay. I used to gamble. This was before the Thursday night games. Okay. Because there was no Thursday night yeah. game. So on Thursday, we would go to uh, El Caliente, cross the border, park, get some tacos, pull in, drop our bets. I would get a ticket for football, for college football. And then I would get two tickets for the NFL. And then comes Saturday morning, dog. I was posted watching the college ticket. Oh, nice. I got a winner. Save it. And then the NFL would come on. Oh, one loser. And then you're just waiting on that 5 p.m. late night game. Oh, hell yeah. I would never bet Monday night football ever because I don't want to wait until Monday night to see if my ticket was a winner. Usually I would bet all morning games <laughs> and then I would bet all evening games. And then I'll have one ticket where it's all my guaranteed locks. These are the ones that Madden simulated games told me I should bet. <laughs> <laughs> and I would listen to all the AM sports radio, locks of the week, everything, bro. And I'd put it all together. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And ha, 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 bitch, I would win. I would win. And I, I made a nice little healthy side hustle strictly doing my NFL and college football. And that's always how you bet. It was always that. Caliente. It would always be college and NFL. No, no, pero digo, siempre all your bets were at Caliente. Sí, wey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's this was... Bro, this was like early 2000s before like you can do online betting. Right, right. No, no, I remember anything, those days, but know? I mean, I used to have a booking. You know, mm, right? I didn't get a booking till later though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's still there, but I, I kind of try to disassociate myself from the booking. Yeah. You know, yeah. you never know. We've had these discussions outside. Yeah, man. The, uh, I enjoy gambling. Recording it's fun. Hour. It's fucking fun. It's fun to watch the Astros play the Rangers on a Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. You know, oh, what's the over under? Seven runs? All right, let's go with the over. Boom. And then you're just watching, having a good time, having a drink, a sanguichon with the kids. What are they doing? Dad, what's this? We want this many runs. For them or for them? It doesn't matter. Combined. All right. <laughs> you know, so it's a learning experience. But, but see, one of the other things that, like, apart from the Chargers leaving and watching, like, you know, I mean, everyone, you knew it was a fucking business. We all know that's a business of making money and one of the most lucrative ones in the fucking world, but- Watching that side of it and like watching the behind the scenes shit go down as the team left the city. And it was right around the time that all the shit was going down with the lawsuit against the NFL for all the CTE. And it's just like, man, these guys don't give a fuck about these players. They don't. And it's still happening. They're cash I mean, cows, bro. Bro, I mean, like, you know, as funny as that shit was yesterday, like, it was hilarious that this fool in the middle of the game ripped off his pads, his jersey, and just, there was literally a play going on behind him, and he's just jogging down the field, waving at fans. Yeah, I saw Tom Brady kind of look over his shoulder like... I know, according to Tom Brady, he didn't see him. No, oh, bro, he, he about the camera like showed him know, looking right at him and walking like, "What's going <laughs> he on?" He tried to say in the past. So what game. happened? Why did he do it? Antonio Brown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He, that's the thing, man. They haven't really given a. He posted a bunch of shit telling like his football's not life. He thought the esto, but he's one of the guys that. But could it have been, been life for two more quarters? At he's, least he's oh. been doing outlandish shit for a few years now, and like you know, he's gone and quit a couple of teams already, and. That's the kind of things where people like are saying like this is this is a clear cut model of someone exhibiting symptoms of CTE before he wasn't like this before. Well, see more I mean, more calm, more subdued, more chill, more whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. He's outlandish now for, for sure, man. And like you know, you go see like situations like former Charger Vincent Jackson, man. Like you know, that guy was. By all accounts, like someone that was very a big philanthropist, you know, had his own charity and was a good family man. And then just out of nowhere, just started exhibiting these dark symptoms and then eventually locked himself in a hotel room for like 30 days straight drinking and then just died of that. Ugh. You know, and then they just studied his brain and he was like at a CTE2, the most 
the most damaging being CT4, like Junior Seau when he fucking passed away and killed himself, you know, they, they ultimately traced that back, you know, it wasn't about a month ago, it was a former player for, I want to say the 49ers, Philip Adams, who like went to his doctor's house and like shot up his doctor and Jeez. his wife and his kids and like, you know, they examined his brain and he was almost at like a four and, you know, people are looking at like their careers, but it's not just the NFL career. Yeah, obviously that's the biggest and the craziest people they've ever faced, but these guys have been playing in pads, getting knocked around since they were six, seven years old. And like your brain tissue is not cut out for that shit. If it, you had a little boy, nah. would you let him play Pop Warner? Nah, man, I've thought about that. And like, I mean, he'd have to be extremely passionate. And, I, you know, even then I would have a tough time with it. And I would hate to deprive my kid of that if that's what they really loved and really wanted to do. But man, if I could talk them out of it, I certainly would try. Compita Ron, if you had children and one of your little boys is like, dad, I really want to play Pop Warner. Would you allow that to happen? I mean, I'd probably let them try it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. See if they like it. What about your little boy? We got know, three, of them. We got three the, little squinkles. They have well, well, you yet? know what? Sonny likes playing football. Okay. Sonny likes running routes and catching it. Okay. And I said, hey, it's fun in games until somebody hits you on the <laughs> other end, you know? So it's like, it, it's fun. We're playing the yard. We were at the park yesterday. And just, I forgot how cool it is to take kids to the park, dog. Because it, it's, it's wide open, you know? And so you we're at Ward Park and he's running. And like, I, weird, bro. As soon as we let the kids out of the car, it's like, <gasps> their faces lit up and they just started running in every direction. I was like, all right, cool. Like all right, right. Kids, yeah, bro. I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm in shackles no more, mom. Ah. And um, we're throwing the ball and he's catching and having a good time. He hasn't asked me yet, but my little dude is easy. He's long and lanky, mm -hmm. but I don't know if he can take a hit. He ain't got a lot of meat on his bones. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't know if he can take a hit. He's nine. He's about to play uh, baseball all over again. They just got their vaccine. So he's about to get back into jujitsu, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's got one more shot left and then we're slowly going to put him back into it. I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't know how I'd feel. All sports well, are dangerous. Anyway, in, in that regard, that, that combination of all those things is where I stopped giving a fuck about football. Mm. That's where it was just again. And, and honestly, once I did that with football, it kind of carried over into every sport even in my rooting interest. Bro, baseball will always be my fucking yeah. most biggest passionate love. But even then, like when the Padres like fell apart last year, mm. normally I would have been so upset. And I was like, I don't remember. That sucked. Never happened. No, I did. Mm-mm. <laughs> that you, was you, you and that Cheney to come to What's reality. What's up with that Cheney, <laughs> Ron, are you a Padre fan? Ah, uh, yeah. Just hey, look at him. The rest of Padre fan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we got to bring Ron every week to Matiche Monday, bro. <laughs> He's just gonna... bringing the battle. <laughs> COVID. I touched on COVID, dog. Oh, wait, are, you done? are we done with, with, with CT? Yeah, and... man. No, no. Hey, does the NFL have any protocols or anything to take care of active players? Or is it only after the fact? For what? For like the for CTE, CTE and, and just I mean, player maintenance? and They do and they don't. Like, that's the big argument is that they have a protocol in place, but that it's not effective and that ultimately at the end of the day, decisions aren't really based on the player's health. It's more about, are they still going to make money? Is the marquee matchups going to be there? Are the primetime players going to be there? And that's the big argument. And also when they get out of the system is, you know, do you really provide that much of a health benefit to them? Or are you just doing the bare fucking minimums for a league that's bringing in, Billions and billions. on top billions yeah. on top billions, yeah. bro. <sighs> so in comparison to that and like what the owners make and this and that, like, yeah, it's, it's always an argument. And that's again, like, that's why, you know, fuck, it's fun when the Vikings win, but I don't give a fuck when they lose because it's just, it's a game now. It's just, I found out today that the Raiders are playing the Chargers yeah, and it's the last game of the season yeah. and it's the actual last game mm -hmm. of the regular season. To and be the new televised. last game of the season, because this is the first 
year that they've gone to 17 weeks of the regular season. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So they said, oh, people are getting hurt. Fuck it. Let's add another week. <laughs> <laughs> let's just add another week. Why? Because you don't I make us money. Fix this. <laughs> but then the other thing I noticed is that there's a lot of like marquee players missing now. So now with COVID mm-hmm. going and, and just running yeah. through the league, bro, there's a lot of players who aren't playing, like a lot of top-notch players. I was yeah. watching that uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes was gone a couple weeks ago from the Chiefs game. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. but in this Charger Raider game, winner take all. That's it. Whoever wins this game wins is in the playoffs. Yep. Punto. Así de pelado. Yeah. Whoever fucking wins is in. That's pretty dope. That's what I'm going to watch this week. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm definitely, I'll watch. definitely watch you because of that. I'm, I think I might pull out an old Ladanian Tomlinson. Like, no, no. <laughs> Philip Rivers? I got a lot of kids. I wear Crocs now too. Yeah, I'm going to wear a Philip Rivers jersey. Right, you're good. Good call, good call. I'm going to wear my Philip Rivers jersey. What time are they playing? All right. Oh, I said the last game, so it's got to be a 5 p.m. Sunday game because I saw it was the last game of the season for all teams. So everybody okay. would have played at that time, and it's just all eyes on the Raiders Chargers. I will watch. I'm going to tap into my old ways of doing things. And I will have a pastrami sandwich from Labella's. El Vato. Oh, pastrami sandwich shown from Labella's. And I'm going to have two Mickeys. And I'm going to just be sitting down on Sunday night watching the Raiders and the Chargers. And I'm going to be bolted all the way up, dog. And You're right. It is a Sunday night game. I knew it. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be awesome. We got to do like a live stream or some shit about it. We'll watch it. We should watch it in here. <laughs> we should watch it in here and watch the game and just live stream the whole thing. We're like, yeah, Charger Phantoms day one. Yeah, Team Spanos. But even though you're not a huge Charger fan. I'm not, bro. I'm, still, I'm in love still, with the nostalgia. You still the Raiders that much? I'm in love with the nostalgia. Okay. Yeah, the nostalgia of, of what I grew up rooting for. Yeah, of Dennis Gibson reaching over the receiver oh, in the end zone against man, Pittsburgh yeah, and just yeah. knocking that ball down. Three River Stadium, fucking, right? You know, yeah. again, fucking LaDainian Tomlinson into the cutback. Jumping over the pile. Oh, Cut back and just fucking juking, juking players. Daryl Revis Island out of his cleats and then just running into the end zone. Nate Cady missing like 17 fucking, opportune oh, don't field goals, bro. Marlon McCree. Marlon McCree being fumbling. Oh, you want to be a hero? Take a knee, dog. You intercepted it. Take a fucking knee, bro. The game's over. Fuck. Philip Rivers playing on a torn ACL. Ladanian not playing because he has the flu. All of those things, bro. <laughs> all of those things is what I miss. And I'm going to put it all in a ball and I'm going to watch it this weekend. COVID aside, not right. COVID on the forefront. Yeah. I wanted to reach out to one of our friends who is in the, in the nursing game. Mm-hmm. And every now and then she'll, uh, she'll phone in and kind of give us an update. I hit her up today. I said, hey, with all of the mandates going on and we're going to get to you, to you and, and how you're adapting to that. Well, Mr. Richie, we're learning to dance all over again. Mm. And I said, where are we? How are the hospitals looking? Because a lot of the times you can look into the hospitals and be like, oh, so this is where we're going. Um, she <laughs> left like a 10 minute fucking message and she got cut off once. So hey, grab a seat, have a beer and let's listen to I would, I would like- our resident nurse. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. It's Alejandra, your friendly neighborhood nurse dying again in COVID land. Uh, so Steve sent me a DM just to update everybody. I don't have all the facts, but I'm definitely seeing the brunt of it. I work at the urgent care in La Jolla and we are getting slammed with COVID worse than the beginning of the pandemic with this new strain. Um, San Diego, uh, for the majority is definitely seeing Omicron take over Delta. Um, we have a PCR test at our job and when somebody tests positive, the PCR test will kick into a, a more specific DNA coding to figure out what strain it is. I tell patients all the time, it doesn't matter, you have COVID. 
but they are dead set on knowing which one. But for the most part, the ones that come back have been Omicron, for sure, in San Diego. Um, and over the weekend, I don't know if you guys saw, but San Diego took over Riverside County for the highest cases. LA yeah, County is shit, number Riverside. one. What's up? I told you we're awesome. And San Diego's number <laughs> two, but it is because we have a lot of people traveling to San Diego, especially over the holidays. So as a whole, the people of San Diego County are not as bad, but because people come here and get tested here and get resulted here, it looks like San Diego is doing really bad. But we actually are doing really good. We're really vaccinated and a lot of people in San Diego have their booster shot as well, which is what's helping. I've had a lot of people, friends, family argue with me. Oh, see, I got vaccinated, I got boosted and I still got COVID. Yeah, but the bright side of that is that you don't get the full effects of, you know, the deadlier side of COVID. You don't get hospitalized and you don't die, which is great. And that's what I think people need to understand. Like, the Omicron variant is definitely... Yep, and that's when the first part cuts off. She has a lot to say. Here's part two. Oh, hell no, I got cut off. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying was Omicron is definitely more contagious. It has more mutations on the outside of the virus, which is very technical, but basically it is way more um, contagious and it breaks through for people who are vaccinated. But overall, it is much milder than Delta or the very first strain of COVID that we had. So for the most part, people are okay, um, but it does replicate more in the upper respiratory tract. So basically, we're breathing out more of the virus, which is why more people are catching it. Um, The big takeaway is that we should definitely get your booster because you'll feel better quicker. You won't get hospitalized. um, And the risk of death is much less if you have your booster shots. Wear masks when you're in big big crowded indoor spaces, try to do things outside, go enjoy a beer at three punks right outside would be great. That's what I do. Um, And also if you have symptoms, assume you have it. We are getting inundated with people trying to get tested, which I get people want to know because of work, because of family, go ahead and get tested, but be patient. I've gotten yelled at, sworn at, uh, threatened everything you can imagine. And I'm just trying to help you guys out. And I try to tell people, look, the whole county is here getting tested. Please be patient. So please be patient. Be nice to your nurses and just take care. Basic hygiene. We're going to be fine. South Africa is already seeing a huge decrease in cases almost to back to zero. So we're almost there. We just have to push through this and do what we got to do. Love you guys. Hope everybody stay safe. Get your booster. Bye. Nurse Alejandra, thank you very much crazy we had her reach out i'm looking at the messages she left the last message she left was in august yeah i remember that and now we're here in january mm-hmm. so every six months or so she'll come in and she'll pop in and give and she said it's worse now than it was the first time around jesus christ i mean i, I definitely feel like i know a lot more people for this, sure this year that have or that either have it or have gotten it recently yeah. than last year business wise it ran through most of my friends' businesses, yeah. ourselves included, you know, at, at our bar, you know, at the brewery. We're currently just, you know, shuffling the deck who is who is not ill, who is well enough to work. Got to learn to dance, you know. And mm-hmm. ultimately, the most important part of operating a business is making sure, one, your staff is well taken care of. And two, the, the people coming in, the patrons, you know. So as soon as they feel a little bit ill, that's a wrap. Like, I don't need to because I, <laughs> I work somewhere where they need to see 
You know, you need to see what, what when did you show positive tests or when show me your right. negatives. Like for me, if you tell me like, hey man, I don't feel good, like stay home. That's, that's a wrap. Like yeah. that's a wrap. Punto final. I'm muera. Like I don't want to like dive into the weeds. It's crazy right now, bro. Like it's, it, nuts, it's even in the family, like Venn diagram, like people in my family are getting it. Well, I mean, shit, man. My aunt shit. passed away from that last week. So, you know, that's, that's the kind of shit where it hits home and you're just like, all right, man. Like, you know, it's, it's not like I've never taken it seriously, but it's also, that's a whole different level. Has that made you reassess the way you put you, you handle yourself and protect you I and mean, your, and your, your daughter and for, moving forward or what? I feel like I've always done as much as I can, you know, like, you know, I still, for the most part, wear my mask everywhere. Even when I'm outside, I mean, I'm boosted. I, you know, Natasha got her first shot and unless I know the people and, I'm generally not in like these big ass crowds. And so I feel like I'm doing what's supposed to be my part. So I don't know. I mean, it didn't change a lot for me. It was just more of like a shock of like, holy shit, that's weird to see that. Like knowing that someone, you know, personally is one of the statistics, you know what I mean? Like seeing that firsthand, that was a trip. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed a lot of people in my family who were definitely hesitant about how serious it was or getting their shot. And now I hear a lot less mm -hmm. of the opposing view now than a year ago yeah i mean it's been it, almost it, two years you know i get it yeah. that now it's like becoming like oh it turns out it's not just the flu <laughs> i mean it, if somebody told me like hey man if you're gonna drink that make sure you have this before you drink that because if you don't it's gonna fuck you up yeah, yeah all right i guess i'll do that when somebody tells me hey you can die if you're not protected okay what do i do to get protected take this all right cool yeah I'd rather, because, and what's the biggest, like, reason? Oh, man, well, you don't know. You can grow a third leg. You're going to grow, grow another head. Yeah, but you know what? I might not be dead. It's, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> I had someone last week, it's, it's an acquaintance that, you know, has always been so vocal, and she made it a point to remind me again, like, I just can't believe, like, now you gave your daughter the shot, and I'm like, yeah, it's my daughter. It's not yours. Don't worry about it. And I go, and if you're so anti this shot, stop taking all medicine. Like, if this government's really trying to control you, you don't think they've been pumping shit into all the things that they know you take on a regular How basis? How dare you, Caesar? Your Use NyQuil, factual your evidence Advil, on that. Your like, all the shit that you've been taking that they know <laughs> you're conditioned to take? You don't think that if they really wanted to fucking poison the world, they wouldn't start doing it that way. And they're, it seems like a weird mountain or hill weird. to die on. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. legitimately, it just seems like weird, like whatever to each their own. I will never preach to anybody and you have to do this and you have to do that here at all our businesses. We abide by whatever rule is set down. We're, we're not the ones like, you know, providing groundbreaking news. Like you have to do this. If it's a mandate and we have to, we will, we won't preach to you or anything. Do your thing. Like, do your thing, but just know there are consequences to your actions on both sides. You know, because, I mean, things have happened to people who have vaccines. Sure. Too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Things have happened. But guess what? A lot less than when you don't have a vaccine. Yeah. You know, so for me, I don't know what your stance is on this, Ronnie. You're a business owner. How is this? affected the way you approach, you know, staff and, and just every situation, you know, uh, business wise, I pretty much just follow whatever the health department mandates are, you know, personally, like I'm, I'm a big uh, promoter of freedom of choice. So, you know, whatever you choose to do personally, like that's your choice, man. Yeah. You know? I think, you know what, in the gray, and that's what I feel like most of us are in, you know, yeah, I'm not staunch, like one way, like you have to do it. You have to do it or else I do not want to associate with yeah. you. And I'm not on the, if you do that, you're, you're a weenie and I can't be friends with you. And it like, everybody's got their own personal reasons on what they do for me. It's my family. You know, I, I have a 94 year old grandma. I have parents who are on the, on the, the back end of 60. I got to make sure that like, 
I'm doing my part to take care of them. I don't want to be the reason they get sick. Of course. You know? And people like they did to Caesar with his daughter have come, I can't believe you got your fucking kids vaccinated. What a fucking nerd. Why are you doing that? It's not even like that hardcore. And it's weird to, to say this, but I know a couple of guys that I know personally, you know, who have lost people and now they don't say shit, you know? You know, like kid, people that I kind of grew up with and now all of a sudden they're not saying anything. They've they've taken it down a notch. They they went from an 11, not all the way down, they're down now to like an eight, but they've taken it down for sure. And again, man, you won't know what it is until it affects you and you're forced to do those things, yeah. man. I mean, we have businesses in Chula Vista and, and I'm bringing this up because I know there's a new mayoral election coming up next year, you know? And these kinds of decisions are the kinds that I'm going to look for moving forward. I had a potential candidate come to the house. I'll say your name, her name Jill Galvis. You know, she represents the northwest side of Chula Vista here, our location, you're and myself. And I even think our homes, like she's our district. Yeah. And she's knocking on doors and it was random. She's like, oh my God, you live here. It's like, yeah, it's my house. Hey, what's up? Um, can I count on you for my support, for support for my cause? And I said, you know what? Come on the podcast. You know, because uh, the people that I speak for and that I represent would love to hear what you're all about, specifically as it relates to, you know, COVID and development, future development of our city, you know, that is important for me moving forward. Things that I could give two shits about in the past, Ronnie, you know, but now that we have businesses here, I'm raising children in this community. I have a home here. It's like, I need to know, you know, like I didn't vote for Trump. It, 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 my vote doesn't matter. I didn't vote for Biden. My Locally, small business, all fucking votes that matter, bro. Totally like that, that should be where you put yeah. all your efforts into. So when Do some somebody, research. Yeah, when people come to my door and like try to, you know, like petition for the vote, I say, cool, I'll take this and then we'll, wifey and I will talk over because we will. Like if where's a decision, it's a house decision. Mm -hmm. Who are we voting for? Like this benefits and ultimately affects the way our kids are raised, our daily lives are touched. Yep. So the mayoral candidate is coming up. The election is coming up. I know a few of the candidates. Like, how do you stand with that? Do you feel like small government plays a big role on how you operate your business? I think it plays the biggest role, right? I mean, it's like the most, uh, you know, local, it's the most influential yeah. government wise, you know? And they're all rallying for our support, okay. you know? I mean, that, it changes how you guys operate your business. It changes how you guys earn, how you guys pay, and it changes how you guys live. Like, I feel like that's just, that's something you obviously have to fucking pay attention to. Like you said, there's so many grand scheme of things that will probably never come into effect for us, you know? And this, this is, this is why. Because we're not rich. We're not millionaires. A lot of the things that happen on like, you know, statewide yeah. or even countrywide don't affect you, me, or you, mm -hmm. you know, because we're not at that tax bracket where shit is actually like, oh, wow, I felt that. Right. I felt that. Here, it's like, you feel that. You legitimately feel it because it's local. It's Chula Vista. You know your neighbor. You know the mayor. Ron owns a business where the mayor goes and has coffee. I own a business where the mayor has uh, events and has beers and does this and that. Uh, we are a big part of Third Avenue. Noted political Third, pundit, yeah. Stefan Garcia. Mucho gusto, aquí estamos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are a part of a bigger thing here on Third sure. Avenue. You know, Absolutely. we represent like a bunch of businesses that these community leaders and potential mayor candidates and potential mayors want the support of the police, mm. the fire, local business. So I take that, like, I take that seriously. For sure. It's not like you're giving me a hall of fame ballot. I'm a dickhead from the union tribune. That's going to submit an empty hall of fame ballot for the MLB and just be like, mm, I choose not to vote for anybody. Jeez. You give me a ballot. I'm going to do my due diligence and make sure that I'm submitting something that I know I can stand behind. Sure. And then, you know what? I'm not an ignorant person either. I wouldn't go out and say, well, this is why I voted and put my brands behind it. I represent the bar, the brewery, the right, podcast, right. and this is who we support. Never. 
I've seen bris- I've seen businesses do that, and I've seen the backlash of businesses do that. You know, like what we do, it, it, everything is private and confidential. So the only thing I'm trying to petition is do your due diligence, do your research, especially if you're in the South County and you, you're able to vote for a national city mayor, mm. for a San Diego mayor, mm. for a Chula Vista mayor. Like do your due diligence. It, their vote legitimately, it legitimately matters here. Yep. I remember talking to Steve Padilla and he was telling me a story about how somebody he knew and it was a race and blah, blah, blah. Ultimately it came down to a couple of handful of votes. That's like, crazy. That's fucking nuts. You know, that's, that is nuts. Probably the amount of people sitting upstairs in the bar right now that could change yeah. the entire future of how you guys, again, how you guys earn, how you guys pay back yeah. in taxes, how you guys operate, the, the the amount of red tape you have to cut through in order to get shit done. Next week, dog. Next week, Mayor uh, Mayor Salas is going to be here. She's going to be on Metiche Monday. So she's going to come in and we're going to take questions. So start writing your questions down in your three yeah. by five index cards, guys, and then submit the it to only- us. Accepted form of that's question. the only yeah 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 okay if you're gonna submit a question it has to be in written form and it has to be in hieroglyphics <laughs> submit it and we'll read it here on the air on a three by five <laughs> three index. by five crazy right okay. better be short questions no. no but she's coming in and and I told her said hey we have a lot of questions uh, you know about how things operate and well they're very interested you know you've yeah. been on the podcast before you've shared your story now people want you to come in so they can ask questions so I encourage all of you if you have questions about you know the upcoming event uh, event uh, up, upcoming election and who's running and who she supports and who backs and what are they for blah, blah blah submit it if you ever had a question about you know just being a mayor in general submit it she'll be on here next week on Monday Metiche Monday moving forward I think it's in all our best interest to bring in whoever the candidates are you know and and by no means are we a political podcast but guess what. We're a podcast about, you know, everyday life and that affects our everyday life. So I will be having, you know, some of the candidates who choose to be on here on either side. Like I said, I vote for the person who represents me the most. And sometimes it's it's, it's a Democrat. Sometimes it's a liberal. You know, it could even be a Republican. Like there's certain things that I can poach and take from and be like, oh, that's why I believe in. I don't think I'll ever be completely on one side of a, of a, of a stance. I'll always be in the middle because I always I listen to a lot of political podcasts like the Ben Shapiro one. You know, why do you listen to that? Because I like to hear how the they, their side things. is yeah. thinking. Or and then I'll listen to NPR and, shit. And, and, and why do you listen to that? You're a fucking snowflake. I want to listen to how this side is thinking. Then you got your independence because, straddling because you the said middle. That you're open-minded enough mm. to like use, again, there's not black, there's not white, there's gray. It's you all can gray. operate in that area without having to be so extreme on one side of it. And that's what's always wild to me is that people dedicate their lives like a fucking gang member. Like, this is what we believe in. And no they matter die what. on it. They're willing to yeah, die on that. And I'm like, so you can't, you can't budge on that? Like, Who are you voting for, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> Hard hitting questions. But yeah, man, it makes makes a lot of sense to just kind of open up our thing of ours here that we've created Mm -hmm. as an open forum and just kind of have these people come on and shoot your shot, win our vote. Mm. Tell me how you're going to do this. And, you know, and, and it's interesting. And I love getting their little flyers, bro. You know, this is what I've done. This is what I will continue to do. And this is what we're going to accomplish. I'm like, cool. All right. I'm like, I'll hold it. And two years later, I'll be like, you said here. Yeah. That you were going to do this. <laughs> All right. Good job. You did this. You said here, this hasn't happened yet. What's going on? Oh, well, Steve, you know, and bureaucracy, whatever. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. I don't know why it went on in 10. It's COVID, bro. COVID engulfs everything. It really Dude, does. COVID engulfs like politics, education, fucking events, musical events. Mm. Tribal Seeds had to cancel their Saturday and Sunday show, bro. Mm. They had an epic show on Friday, bro. Tribal Seeds was up playing at uh, the Belly Up Tavern at Solana Beach, and they killed it. And then Saturday, no go. The singer got sick. Stevie got sick, so they had to cancel Saturday and Sunday. COVID is out there. 
I don't feel safe going out to events. And I told him, I said, homie, I appreciate the invite. Thank you for extending that offer and having my wife and I go out there with some friends and homies. We're going to put that on ice. We're going to relax and see when shit kind of gets a little more mellow and back to normal. And then we'll go out, you know? I think we went to a concert one time through this whole pandemic thing. We went to watch um, Rodrigo y Gabriela, but that was at the Humphreys. I think it's still Hall Humphreys, where it's all outdoors. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So right. we, felt, we felt a little comfortable going out there Especially and hanging when you out. fell asleep. Dude, I fell asleep. <laughs> we left. Bro, we yeah. fucking left halfway through the set. <laughs> I got him. I said, man, you ain't cool like you once were. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't want no refund. Keep my money. <laughs> but let me leave. And we left, bro. And then, you know, I won. I'm old. I can't hang past 10 very often. And two, it was a boring ass show. It was a white guy took his shirt off and like started just yelling shit and that to escort him out. We were in the wrong seats and we were getting looked at from the people behind us like, look at these peasants sitting in our seats. And I was like, fuck, I did. I sat in the wrong seats. Jesus Christ, COVID man, affecting everything, affecting everything. What's next on the list? Hey, Alexa is crazy. Yo, man, I, someone sent me the story because I guess a mother from Minnesota, shout out to Minnesota, what up? Was Lake Minnetonka. Doing a challenge with her kid, man, playing games. You know, we're being parents. We're te- trying to keep them entertained any way we can. And you can ask your Alexa, tell me a challenge to do. And Alexa's response was, here's something I found on the web. According to uh, this website, the challenge is simple. Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. What? <laughs> Basically, what's Siri doing? Or Alexa, what the fuck is she doing? Basically telling this kid to electrocute themselves and potentially start a fire in the fucking house. No matter. <laughs> so this is real. This actually happened. Straight up real, man. And I guess the mom was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, her kid is out of the age, I think her kid was 10 or 11 years old, that she knew better. Like, I wasn't going to do that. And I guess she contacted Amazon and they were like, no, we're on top of it. We're, you know, we're fixing that. That's a bug. Sorry. And she's like, you know, I use it as a, as a learning experience for my child to say, not everything you hear or read on the internet is something you should pay attention Damn, to. Bro. But you, you imagine that? Shit? We you turned off you? Alexa at the house, bro. We don't, because these fools would go up to Alexa and be like, Alexa, play this song. Alexa, play that song. Oh, but now it's like. Alexa's going to tell me. No, 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 no. And Natasha has one in her room and I have all the fucking child settings on it and she plays music and she asks it the weather and all the time. But yeah, I saw that story and I was fucking, I, I'm not going to lie. I was dying laughing. Like what a fucking gangster Alexa is. She's so fucking tired. People asking her shit that now she's starting the robot revolution. And I'm here <laughs> oh for it. Oh my God. I'm fucking bro. here for it. Yeah. Bro. And fuck that dog. This could be the eight. Hey. That's well put. The robot revolution. This could be the the, the, beginning, <laughs> the beginning stages stage, of that bro. shit, bro. If this was part of the MCU, this would probably be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you see all these new robots now, like the fucking robot dogs that they're showing now. Like all these fucking robots are like building houses. And uh, it's like, oh shit. We man. go to this Vietnamese restaurant against pho and um, I, we ordered and they weren't answering the phone. And what the fuck? So we had to go in. We, had to, we went in there and it's the one here on, on Broadway. Uh, we got in there and they were slammed. They had fucking robots going up and down the aisles with people's food and like giving it to them. Wifey and I looked at it. She was like, what the fuck is going on? They got all this technology, but nobody answered the phones. So we had to get all the way down and like it was raining and we had to order our food. And these robots like from the Jetson era, bro, the Jetson era were here like going up and down the aisle, feeding people their food. I was like, holy shit. As a sidebar, George Jetson was born in the year 2022. The future is here, my guys. Fucking. All right. The future is here. Thank you for tying that back nicely. <laughs> What's up, dog? The <laughs> <laughs> we've been knowing shit. <laughs> All right. What else we got on your list, man? 
Um, the last one was something that just made me laugh because someone recently- Who doesn't like to laugh, you know? Someone recently put a meme out there and it was like, if you could bring back, what was the exact context of it? Hang on, I'm looking for it because again, I went down a rabbit hole that made a lot of people upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't just take shit seriously, but the, okay, it's, it says- it, if you could revive someone who is dead, who would it be? All right. And so, like, you know, let's get back to that amongst ourselves. But I started laughing because last night, Fool's Gone Wild, they posted that on their Instagram page. And there was a bunch of answers. And it always shits me out to see people's answers. And some guy was like, my grandma or Kobe? And so naturally, like, I had a good chuckle at that. And my response to them was, well, who has a better jump shot? Damn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who makes better albondigas? I'm worried about winning a championship, bro. I'm worried about getting fed. Okay, well, there you I go. Choose- <laughs> that, that's, but My abuelita's still here, so she's off the table, though. <laughs> and so someone was like, you're fucking wrong. I can't believe you would say that. This guy's talking about his grandma. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And he was like, what would you say about your grandma? And I'm like, truth be told, my grandma had weak defense. Transition, she was terrible. Damn. I would fucking choose Kobe, you know, in a heartbeat. Retarded grandma. Mentality. Sorry, man, you're fucking dope, but... Could you play defense? Could you win me a championship? No. And I got to take Kobe Fuck. 10 times out of 10. Kobe died this year, bro. Kobe died two years ago. Now, I thought he died bro. in 2021. No, it was like no? 2020, I think. Really? Yeah. It's, We're going to go to Ron for the tiebreaker. Ron, when did Kobe die? Nah, I'm pretty sure it's 2020, bro. Boom. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> if you're confident with your boom at the end of every segment, it's like, boom, I told you. It's like, you know wait, I, a, wait second, a second. I wanted to say tough acting tonight. That just reminded <laughs> oh, me of the Madden, Madden commercial, bro. bro. The guy who made video too. games. The guy I would bring him back. Games, I'd still bro. bring Kobe back. Yeah? Kobe? No. I'm just, I just I was just riffing on this poor fucking human. That, I don't think I'd bring anybody back. It's just like a weird thing to say, like, my grandma. Or Kobe. or Kobe. And I'm like, wait, what? I can't not have fun with that shit. I'm sorry. Ron, your moment has come. This is the question part of Ooh, the podcast. You got, so you got you, quite you, a few. You've of them, been hiding. Dog. You've been hiding this whole time. <laughs> you know, like give me these one word answers. No mas, papa. No mas. We're gonna take it. a. We're gonna take a call. Our weekly call from UPS. Let's see what happens. Ten forty one in the house again. Every week, dog. What's up, Emo Brown? This is Little Rob from the UPS Ten Forty One crew with a Ten Forty One question of the week. How much hot chocolate do you serve on a daily basis? Right. And what separates Grindhouse over other coffee shops in Chula Vista? Valid question. Little Rob from Pen41 of the Degenerates. Uh, Pen41 is where I work at UPS. Okay. It's a bunch of guys that are weenies. We are. That's where they put the rejects. We, we've been there a long time, so we're seniority guys. And it's a cush job. We pretty much do the, the post office side of UPS. Nobody fucks with us. We kind of just maintain. We talk a lot of shit. We could put a camera and, and, and a mic there, and it would be an awesome podcast of all the dumb shit that goes on, you know? And we're, we're our supervisor, cool dude, Ruben, he just kind of lets us get away with murder, and, and, you know, and we don't rat on him. They have a question every week. This was the question. How much hot chocolate do you serve on a daily basis? And why is Grindhouse dropping dick on every other Chula Vista coffee shop, and why should we keep supporting you? Well... First, first things first, hot chocolate. We probably sell, I don't know, like maybe two dozen a day. I can attest that it's you know? tasty. I'll, I'll be honest though. It's not our most popular drink. You know, okay. most, pe- most right. people come for caffeine, you know, it's no caffeine in the hot chocolate. So sell a lot of kids, hot chocolate. So mm-hmm. what makes you better than all the other Chula Vista spots? I don't think we're better. Um, I think our coffee's good. I think we have a good sense of community. I think people, uh, you know, you know, being a Chula Vista local and like having the shop in my neighborhood here, like I think people come in and they feel comfortable. They feel at home. It's familiar to them. Um, 
Yeah, and our coffee's fucking good, man. There it is, bro. Um, when you're not drinking coffee at your own establishment, where do you go drink coffee? Uh, I, I try to hit like all over the place, man. Yeah, you know, yes, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's kind of you know, kind of uh, keeps my finger on the pulse, you know, make, oh, make sure what nice. I'm doing is you know on par with well the new par. trends. Yeah, of course. Man. What's the latest trend in coffee? What should I be looking for? Uh, shoot, man. Honestly, I don't know. I've been on this cold brew trend for a minute. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, all right. My my thing, man. Everywhere I go, I get cold brew, and then usually just like a double shot of espresso. See what you know. See what they're serving up. That's how you like the test place out? Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. I was gonna, that was something that I kind of wanted to ask. Instagram question time. I don't know how to say this person's name. Help me out. The first one. Ovatsugus. Bless you. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It ends in goose. Uh, I, I think you got it right. Ovatsugus. Question is, what was your aha moment that led you, you to Grindhouse? Shoot, man. What were you doing in your previous career that said, you know what? I should do this. You know, right before I opened Grindhouse, I was uh, involved in the medical, medical marijuana community and, you know, mm. the law was changing. Uh-huh. I saw, saw a lot of, uh, lot of things coming and decided to transition out of the it. The writing was on the wall. Yeah, pretty much, you know. So, uh, you know, coffee, it wasn't my, you know, wasn't uh, something that was heavy on my mindset. But like I said earlier, you know, being in, had the opportunity to get the space in the neighborhood. I knew all you guys were opening, lots of beer places coming in. You know, you guys got the afternoon, evening buzz on lock. Bro, you got that morning on lock, yeah, man. In the morning. You, know? you got that morning. Like we often get said, uh, compared to like, oh, you, or not compared, but they, they always say, I'll tell us like, you guys get so busy that we get the overflow. You know, you do the same thing. You guys are so slammed that people probably go to the other local Chula Vista coffee shops and kind of get their fix there. How many coffee shops are there on 3rd Avenue? Right Here in, the, in our in our little block area, the Tava section, Third right Avenue now, Village. I think it's just uh, ourselves, Brew Bar, um, mm Cakes just open. They're they doing, have coffee. Yeah, they're doing coffee. Um, there was Dave Velada. They closed. Um, I think the gym is opening a cafe there in their place. I don't know <gasps> when it's going to open though. There's a lot and of like then, little uh, breakfasty cupcake what's, what's, spots. Is 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 Dark Horse still coming to the neighborhood? I remember like, seeing that signage. Yeah. La- is that still there? That sign? Yeah. The sign's oh, okay. still there. Last I heard they were, they just like posted on social media, like not too long ago. Yeah, that I mean, they, it, they it, were it, still coming. So I COVID man, COVID does a yeah. lot of things. I mean, they took them forever to get their tasting room open next, no, wait, their new location open next to falls, new tasting room in South Park. Like okay. barely opened that last month. And that was supposed to open like synonymously with falls. So like we've done ride, rides to North Park and our coffee shop. There is dark horse. The one right there in, in North Park. Yeah. Del Cafe. Well, well, I'm just kidding. I love we've both, got bro. we've had meetings at Dia del Cafe. Come on, man. Why are you always trying to catch me slipping? You know I don't sleep. Well, because you oh, everybody else. Fuck. <laughs> no, but yeah, Dark Horses are spot in North Park and Dia del Cafe. Um, yeah, man. And then uh, I don't know if I'm breaking news, but I know that Brew Bar has been posting a lot of shit that they might be closing soon. Do you know anything about that? Like on what's going on with them? Honestly, I, it hurts I, me anytime I see a business on the block that's going to potentially shutting down. Yeah, likewise. I hate to see anybody go out of business or or get closed down for whatever reason. Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on with that. The Oscar goes to asks, do you serve Cafe de Olla? And why not? Uh, so that motherfucker's already assuming <laughs> you know? that you ain't got it. You know? Oscar's the homie who owns a uh, part owner, co-owner of uh, my, my Grito Industries. Yeah. Provocative question. Do so, you have? So we do not. What and the fuck? Well, let me finish this question. Why not? I, I don't have an answer for that. Man. Ooh, is that just, something you, you that know? people want? We get we get asked for it like 
seldomly. Okay. You know, not not a whole Note to self, Caesar, let's go in there when we go in the bay. You got any cafe de olla? Well, translation, I know what Ron's trying to say is if you buy Death Row Records, he'll start serving the cafe de olla. Damn, you really want to go down on that ship. All right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm <laughs> is that something you think you'll eventually you put on there? Nah. Uh, maybe, you know. That's my guy. Never say no. That's my guy right there. Joanna de la O asks no, wait, a comment ask. for Ron. I love the cozy and friendly ambiance at Grindhouse. Well, thank you. There it is. That's Those are the answers we're on likes real quick. And well, yeah. thank you. I mean, the next one too with JC1. Saludos al compa Ron. Saludos. JC1. You know who JC1 yeah. is? JC1. And I, I just yeah. met him. With his hands in. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's little, little, I little brown. I actually uh, yeah. met him for the first time here on Friday when I came to get the package he left behind for me. And uh, Bitch, I left you pre-rolls. Let's be real. Yeah, well, it only took you six months to get him to me that I've been asking. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. Todo el pedo. I check all the boxes. Hey, okay, I'm going to the source now, dog. The homie JC1. <laughs> the homie JC1. Is it JC or Jace1? J- he pronounced yeah. it Jace1 because I was sitting there talking to guys. He's talking to man. Kimo was here. Uh, Los uh-huh. was here. And I'm sitting there talking to them. And then, like, I start walking because Glasses called me. And he goes, hey, Cesar. And I look back and I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, Hey, bro, I know I recognize your voice, man. He's like, Chase One, dog, just wanted to ah, say what yeah, up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, dude. Good dude. I love putting a face to the fucking name. He's like given that, me pre rolls in the past. He's Hell, yeah. Good dude. I met him at the, at the Winter Farm. He bought himself a fucking case of beer, man. He was What's on his Mary's man? way, dog. Takes it's horrible cool. pictures. Takes horrible <laughs> pictures. He posted a picture and I wanted to repost it, but all the, 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 the case was all blurry and shit. I was like, Chase One, what you excelling with the weed game, you're, you're just slipping in that photo game. Justin in life asks or says, wishing you all a happy new year. Well, thank you, Justin. Justin doesn't ask questions ever. He just simply wants yeah. to. And then he tends me a text and he goes, huh? go fuck your face. I'll put whatever format I want. Boom. Hey, yeah, can't argue with the fucking Patreoners. <laughs> Christ. Yes, I can. J4 Decor. Ah, I see what he did. The homie, the homie he Justin. Cognito, yeah, he's like, I'm going to ask through my fitness account. That way I bro. Get plugged. So for all your... Uh, what well, you're sitting in a, in, a, in a little area in our Ooh, studio right designed. now that's designed by J4 Decor. That chair that you're sitting on, you said, this okay. is so comfortable. Yeah. This is one of the most comfortable chairs I ever sat in. Yeah. J4 created it. Look mm. around. Everything you see. J4 Decor, man. You can For eat. All your it's needs. edible. Get in contact. He asks, is there a THC, not CBD, infused coffee available? Preferably all black. Puff of smoke. So there is, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. not, not at our shop. Go we, ahead. No, no, we relax. Incriminating. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't incriminate yourselves. But no, no, there has been like, I've personally tried some like uh, particularly cold brew. Mm. There used to be a company called Ganja Grinds that did oh, you know, wow. THC. And Greatest name brew. ever. That is pretty dope. Yeah. Ass I don't know. I don't know, know if they're that. still around or not um, with like, you know, the new law in place, but they were definitely around in the old prop 215 days. Um, and it's a pretty wild ride, man. If I wanted to procure some of this, we could probably put the feelers out and find some. I'm sure. All right. Yeah. Once upon a time during my homebrew days, Kevin as well, we used to homebrew. I say homebrew, not fucking, you know, business area. We would homebrew weed beer. I want to do that yeah. shit again. I want to create an emo green THC beer. You something. You should do it. With yeah. labels and all the shit. Let's just have it here for ourselves, you know? Yeah. Boom. It'll just be for the crew hanging out, drinking, you know, a little 32 ounce like yeah. THC infused. So maybe, maybe we'll bring that into the mix. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Next questions. Hardest part about being a business owner. For me personally, it's like, uh, you know, separating work and personal time. I'm I'm a bit of a workaholic. So, you know, it's like 
Most business owners have to be. Yeah. They, they have to be. You definitely are. Yeah. Um, I want, I've eased up, you know, so this question is for all, all of us here. Um, I've eased up. I've taken you my foot. You haven't eased up. You've gotten have, smarter. About I have it. gotten smarter. I mean, people talk shit like, well, I don't see you at the brewery anymore. It's like, that's not my gig, bro. Yeah. You know, my gig is not to be, you know. But that is a sling- good business owner yeah. is delegating and knowing that you have people that have those strengths that can mm-hmm. take that away from you. I think where a lot of businesses fail is that they're so fucking wrapped up and narcissistic in their minds. That nobody I gotta be the face. Yeah. I gotta be the face. I gotta do everything. Yeah. And it's like the best people. I get pretty the faces. Most successful, the, face. oh, you know, the pretty most successful faces. ones know that there's somebody out there that probably does it better than them. And if they can plug them in, it makes their life easier and makes them just as successful, if not more. At the brewery, I was fortunate enough to like, you know, have glasses be available and just prop him up. And Lord knows he loves that spotlight. He loves that shine, bro. Motherfucker put himself on a shirt. Loves that shine. And he kills it. He does an excellent job. He and he's will a great post <laughs> this 15 seconds. Oh, bro. He's going to cut this. Yeah. 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 Glasses, glasses, glasses. Yeah, glasses. Almost glasses. <laughs> he loves being in control in the tasting room. Yeah. Thank you for that. I need people like and he that. He fucking kills At the it. bar. Cece fucking kills Ugh. it. She does her thing. She's wonderful. So Matt and myself prop her up. And do that. And she operates and she's the face of the bar. Yeah. You know what? At the grindhouse, who do you have? You have somebody because you're not always there. Yeah. No, I have my, uh, I have my manager, Mina. You know? She Mina? Okay. Yeah, she Hell yeah. For me, so. She's nice. She's wonderful, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. The hardest part of being a business owner is knowing when it's time to relinquish some of the things and step back. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like last year I learned. I, I always say this. Wifey and I had a conversation. So I got, I'm going to give myself five years, you know, to, to build and, and well, what is it I always say? I always say fucking learn the game, learn the rules and take over the game. You know, I gave myself five years to kind of implement that loosely. Learn the beer game, you know, learn the rules to this beer game and ultimately take it over. We're in San Diego. I'll never take it over, but I'm going to be the best that I can with my brand here. And we are. So now it's like, boom, hand over the reins. This is what's working glasses. You know, cause you help implement it. Let's move forward. CC, this is what works at a taste at a, at a dive bar, you know, cause you put it together as well. Run with it. The podcast is now like the one thing I focus on day in and day out, you know, and eventually, well, I can't replace myself here doing the interviews, but I can delegate Patreon, Patreon, you know, like I can delegate editing, producing. Yeah. You know, know. I get, well, that, that thing is easy with this, bro. Bro, Hey, hey, listen, man, we're, we're moving into the new studio. We are, bro. We got to, we're looking at a warehouse room. We're doing things now, bro. I want to, you know, why not create our own death row? Oh, what's up? What's up, oh, dog? I just want the chain, dog. Just yeah. like you, know, I'm obsessed now, bro. <laughs> I need a chain. I need. I need a chain. You know, yeah, this this has been. A, I think it's the anniversary of a year when you talked about wanting a chain. Oh, it upsets me that I you don't have wait. a chain. Uh, I'm not gaudy like that. You know, I I, I act like gaudy, but I'm not soy, bro. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gaudy, bro. You know how I'm not gaudy because I have like five of the same shirt. And three of the same pair of pants, oh, okay. you know, and I go in and I wear the same Dress shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like I and, and I get shitted on by glasses. Like, bro, what's up? You're a business owner. You're this. You're that. You should be dressed. Like, nah, bro, that's you. Yeah. It's like that's why you're in that position. Yep. You are in the spotlight, not me. You know, yeah, you do. Oh, sorry, suavecito. Because when I look in the mirror, I want to put suavecito in my hair. That's the pomade of choice. All day hold and shine. That's the pomade of choice for emo brown three punk ales. I went and bought yeah, some to make our partners happy. I went and bought three. What's up? Well, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm not going to lie, dog. I also ordered, a, just because of a nostalgic personal throwback, I went over and ordered a, a little thing of Dapper Dan. Dapper, I don't know what that is. You, you, know, you never watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? No. What? 
No. Oh shit. Is that a show or a movie? That's a movie. Okay. That's that's one I think you'll actually dig on. Okay. Old school movie. How old is it? Came out. Lazy Saddles. Oh no. Okay. No. No. No shit. I wish it was Blazing Saddles. I haven't watched that one either. My brother in law always tried and Shawnee Boy. There's a reference on there because George Clooney is like notorious in that movie for his fucking hair care and there's a product called Dapper Dan that he uses. And it's an actual product, so I went and ordered it because that's like one of my all time fucking favorite. It's in my top ten in that list that we went over. I'm gonna have to get at that. That's a good one. Did you answer? What? Hardest part about being a business owner. I did. All right, cool. It wasn't memorable, I guess. Jesus Christ. Fucking guy. Never be coming back down. No, bro. So yeah, we're learning to delegate. Which movie won last week? I never knew what else was. Not to leave it. I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? Okay, now I know. What movie should be on this week? I didn't even ask. We didn't put any two up against each other. Nothing yet. It's still early in the week. It's only Monday. Well, then tell people to submit movies and then. Guys, get on it. Submit some movies. And, uh, but not to leave it. I'll watch it by next Friday. In the Discord, Monday. there's been a um, weed. Good. What other movies? Some scary movies. Tony was telling us on the last Matichu Monday that he was going to give me a list of these uh, scary oh, yeah, movies. The there was I, like want, a, I want some. There was like a, a, a movie like genre like group that he was raving on. I oh shit, Pero, Yeah, I'm I'm not much of a horror movie person. You're a horror. I don't. Wow. Horror movie Thank person. No, most people don't <laughs> notice that, and horror I appreciate movie. that. You can take the time. I move, I move in silence. <laughs> no, man. I feel like most horror movies, like they've gotten away from what good fucking horror movies mean. And like, I don't want the jump scare. No, that's dumb. I want Anybody the drawn out. You can <sighs> leave the fucking screen dark, put some ominous music and then go, ah, yeah, anyone's no. going to fucking that's a, jump. That's, a, that's, that's not... a low hanging fruit. Yeah. Build it up. Scare me. And people shit on me. But Brett, the Blair Witch Project did that. Throughout yeah, the whole see, thing, it, it just it just movie. built it up. It built it up until the end, and it's in the shed, and it turns around, and ah! See, What's the I, monster? It's whatever's in your head. I still like it's the whatever you believe in. Same thing. I'm with it. Yeah. I like a story. The Babadook. We talked about these. Okay, that, that one's dope. Okay. That's a dope ass scary movie. Scariest movie you ever seen or want to see? Ooh, Ron oh, Ritchie. Shit, oh, we'll put you on the spot know, like man. that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do you like paranormal activity? I do. I still gotta go watch it now, especially that you guys yeah. told me it was. There's a, like three of them, bro. There's three of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an order for that. I found out after I watched all three. So oh, you gotta watch. Because they're running to San Diego. That's what appealed yeah. to me when you guys talked mm-hmm. about that last yeah. time. I didn't realize there was the San Diego people. So I'm telling you, dog. All right, next time. You, uh, you have told me. You made fun of me for this question. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to ask it last week. Growth. All right, I'll preface it by saying growth. If I had to listen to one three-piece <laughs> scandal song, which one and why? To which you said what, Caesar? I said, boy, there was an opportunity for you to talk about yourself and you didn't. Take. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> and well, I got that nice laugh from Ron. <laughs> so it wasn't just me being an asshole. I, uh, great question. Great question. Unnamed questioner. Anonymous. Those, those are the ones that don't want to be named, but it was a, it's a cool person and I like this person a lot. Listen, the reality is um, I'll answer. Solitude. You like solitude? I do like solitude, man. They didn't ask you. They asked me. <laughs> um, the question was my favorite song or what song must, if I could only listen to one song by Three Piece Scandal. And all of you listen to one song every time you listen to the podcast because you listen to the tribute to hip hop verse when I sing at the end. But if I'm going to recommend one song, it's it's this song. It's called Avoiding You. And I feel like it's it's a it's a perfect rendition of everything that that band was. Mm. You know, we were that new school skate punk melodic with like not a lot of guitar solos, but a thunderous thumping drum. Oh god! No, yeah, it's on Spotify. Give it a listen. We have eleven monthly listeners. T 
tearing the charts up on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, my band has been out of commission since 2004, dog. But it's coming back. I'm gonna, it's coming. It's coming. So, yeah, thank you for the question. Uh, Three-piece scandal, avoiding you, available at Spotify. Next question. Favorite movie and book of the year. Ron Ritchie, we won't start with you first. I have a feeling you don't know, so we're going to start with Caesar. Um, we talked about this. I don't think that I read a book that was released this year. I'll have to okay. go back. But for movie, Nomadland. Who tell me? Uh, Francis McDormand, who I fucking love from Almost Famous, from Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. Francis McDormand? McDormand. McDormand, I thought it was. Okay, no, no, I'm asking. I don't, I, oh, I don't know, man. ESL. I, yeah. <laughs> But that that was my favorite fucking flick, dude. I must have watched it like three times. And that's this really, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was earlier in the year, but yeah, it's like she she's widowed. She has just a financial collapse in her life, and she just says, fuck it. I'm just going to be a nomad. I'm just going to travel. And it's just like her personal journey and what she discovers about herself, and it's good, man. Available to stream anywhere? I, I can look that up. I bet you it is. Shit. We will just say yes. Available to stream. So you have no book. No book that you read this year. Hulu. That is new. It is on Hulu. Hulu. Hulu got all the hits, bro. I'm starting to watch Mayans. Oh, I never watched Mayans. Follow up to, to Sons of Anarchy. I never finished Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy was a good show. <laughs> I've talked to people in little, you know, pulling back the curtain. I've talked to people in the motorcycle world, in the cycle world, in the club world, and we have somebody coming in, and they're going to kind of pull back the curtain on that and tell us some stories. But he's like, bro, Sons of Anarchy, not true. It's just that's just not how things work. So I'm interested to, to know what's going on. Ron Richie, you've had long enough to dwell on this question. Was there a movie you saw this year? You know, that honestly, was your favorite. Honestly, I'm a lame on that front, dude. I've been working seven days a week. Oh, day. tell me how hard you work, bro. <laughs> tell me how hard you work. <laughs> not, not, you want to know the truth? Every time I've sat down to watch a movie, I fall asleep. That's bro. me, my so, dude. I'm you know, with you. So. I'm with you. Book? No book either? I haven't read a this book. This motherfucker, you don't watch movies? You don't read books? No. Jesus Christ, you're out there just trying to take over the world. I'm with it. Hey, bro, hey, yeah. look at the way he's succeeding, I'm, I'm dog, with it, so dog. I'm with it. So basically, right. if you were to write a book, you wouldn't read it because you don't read books. Well done, Ronnie. Not this past year, anyways. For me, <laughs> fuck. The book, the book, the favorite book I read was the Green Light. Right? Green, green Light. Matthew, Matthew green McConaughey light. has a book called, I recommend it, Ronnie. Download it. If it. I don't have time to sit down and thumb through page by page, but I do have time to download a book on Audible this, okay. this segment of the episode is brought to you by audible.com. <laughs> <laughs> so I go on audible.com and I get a credit a month. And on this credit a month, like I downloaded Matthew. I read, I went through a lot of books this year, bro. I did about mm, 10 books, which is more than, more than, more than I've done before. And uh, Matthew McConaughey put out a book called Green Light. And it's about his life, his experiences, what he did, how he became, you know, all of the things. Tells you a story about how like he accidentally became an actor and all this shit. Great book. Read it, read it, read it. Uh, favorite movie this year? Don't look up. I just saw that shit a couple days ago. Don't look up is a good. That's that Netflix satire. Yeah, one, right? straight. It, it, it's a, it's satire like on um, steroids to the next level. It's about like you know the life we currently live, with the, the 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 people in charge, and just a bunch of shit. Watch it. Pretty okay. good. I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to be you know that spoiler alert. Kevin the Viking has just walked in. What are we drinking? What are we drinking, Kevin the Viking? Needle in the hay. This is the new needle. Why you have a fucking grin on your face? What is different from this needle than other ones? We used a little cryo chinook. Oh, yeah, this is tasty. I'll drink this. Delightful. I'll drink this. Noted beer hater Steve Garcia has I'll said. Drink it. <laughs> <laughs> has said I will drink this beer. Mm. Uh, later on in the week, we're going to have uh, El Compita, uh, Josh Embry. 
He uh, owns Setting Sun Sake. Shout out, Josh. He came into the podcast. He's coming into the podcast uh, to talk about the release of Supai, S-U-P-P-A-I, Supai, and uh, Japanese for sour, the beer we made. I put our beer with champagne, tasted amazing. Great, Mm. grand, exciting. What else do we got coming up? I have mayoral candidates. I have the mayor coming in. Um, Metiche Monday, right? Yeah, Metiche Monday. I'm gonna. Have, we're setting up a link to bring in the paranoia. They want to come in on a weekend. We're gonna have them play at the here at the spot. We're gonna have to do a podcast. I'm having the big wigs from uh, My Grito Industries come in. El compa do Rob, el compa Oscar. They're gonna come in. We're gonna shoot the shit. We got a lot of cool things coming. It's the first episode of the year. Oh shit! This is the first episode of the year. Well done, guys. Ronnie, I'm I'm happy you played a part in it. Thank you, Caesar, as always. Um, a lot of cool shit. I'm not changing too much, but I am pulling back a little. I'm going to only do episodes on Monday and Wednesday. Unless some shit really comes up and I want to drop dick and be like, oh, look at me. I did three. You know, look at me. Well, I mean, just a guest that just we can't corral on a certain day. I mean, you were asking me, like, give me some of those total numbers on what we did. It's kind of like a year in review. Like, Mm -hmm. how did we do? Let me tell you how we did, bro. We did really well. We put out a total of, I think, 107 episodes this year. On average, that's two a week. You know, that's, 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 that's nah, not bad. Solid. That's not bad. You know, we, we stayed consistent. We stayed true to form. We had a grand total of, oh, let me see. It's adding up all of the listeners. Oh, 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 all oh, all oh, of the oh. listeners. Um, total downloads for the year, 89,200. Not bad. Not bad. We killed it. Proud of you. Proud of me. Proud of all of us. Thank you to all of the guests hmm. that have come on, you know. Everybody who listens. Everybody man. who listens, especially the social club. Thank you guys for being a part of it. 89,000 fucking downloads. That's a lot, dog. You know, I don't, it, I, I mean, suavecito was cracking, you know, like, thank, all you. The- <laughs> thank you, Mike. Lito. Oh, oh, thank you. Grasshopper. Thank you, Grasshopper. Grasshopper, bro. Yeah. We, we took that and just ran with it. Oh, I mean, yeah. we, we, we done did it. So I mean, GHbuds.com, yeah. not GBH. Not GBH. Uh-uh. You'll find a whole different pelo. <laughs> yeah. If you go down Careful GBH, what bro, you Google. <laughs> don't go do it. But dude, 7,000, uh, what's it called? Downloads a month is what we're kind of averaging. We're averaging I can't wait to take it to the next level. You know, I can't wait to add video component. Mm, fucking finally. Yeah, I can't wait to get our that. warehouse. You know, we yeah. got a lot of fucking plans. A lot yeah. of things are coming in the works. Thank you, Caesar and Tony. You guys are now in charge of fucking Patreon. Mm. I think you wanted to do Patreon. Yep. Is that you? Yep. But you got other shit you got to do. You got the the, the social media and the fucking. I got it all set you. As soon as Casas and I get together, cool. I already have a template laid out for the next three all right. months. I'm, I'm going to work on a fucking, uh, on a newsletter with Gus. Gus and I are going to set up that newsletter. You guys are going to work on Patreon. We're going to, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. We can have a warehouse. You know, I want to buy like a nice little fucking ride for us. It's going to be fun. Big, wait, 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 where are the eyes going? Up? Excited, what you got I'm for excited, me? What you got bro. for me? Is that the move? Is that the closing yeah, move? Bro, that's, excited, that's how it happens? Because you got me right now, bro. <laughs> if, that's, if that's the closer, you got me. Ron Richie, thank you for joining yeah. us on Metiche Monday. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate thank you for, the environment that you offer. Thank you for bit, offering man. a great business establishment yeah. for us to go and, and get intoxicated on caffeine and do all the things. My, my kids love the hot chocolate. What's up with the green juice? Ever coming back? Uh, Maybe. Just maybe. tell me yes. Just yeah, tell me yes. Maybe maybe just for you, bro. Oh, shit. And a wink. Oh, shit. Maybe for me and a wink. You got eyebrows and a wink. You got to get out of here, dog. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your Monday. Ron Richie, Grindhouse. Thank you, Caesar. Grasshopper. Mike Monday. All of the things.